Hey everybody, my name is Brian, and that is Shane, and you are watching, officially, the Popcast Unleashed. And today we are talking about some amazing things. First off, thank you so much for being here. I'm going to let Shane go on a tirade right now, but before I do, I really, really want to let you know exactly what we are doing today, because I don't know if I properly explain that every week. So just in case... You didn't know. We are talking about Deadpool 3 with Wolverine and Ryan Reynolds' crazy marketing campaign that is now has two videos trending one and two on YouTube. Amazing. Star Wars Andor, uh, you know, gets political because, of course, every show that has any kind of remote sense to it decides to get political. We are talking about scam calls this week and the insane... 70 million plus increase this year in scam robocalls. We are we got a little sneak peek into uh, Ezra Miller's compound. And just so you know, anyone that calls their property a compound is probably insane. <laughs> also, Star Trek Where's Michael? Star Trek 4 has officially been, I guess, delayed inevitably. We're going to talk about that and our video. And someone at Trek Central said Star Trek needs to be more like Star Wars. And I physically felt sick to my stomach. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking about the latest She-Hulk episode, The Weekly Terry. A lot of some information uh, that you don't want to miss. And our weekly Superman Watch 2022. That is the show today, folks. And just in case... One more bit of information, half of that will not be here on Unleashed, but instead in the members section. So, about halfway through, we go, hey guys, we're going to the members section, and uh, the link, you can find that link in the description if you just want to head over there and watch the full show now. But, regardless, we're happy you're here. Thank you for coming every week to hang out with us and talk about nonsense. And now I'm going to stop talking, because I think I'm rambling. Shane, please... Please save me from this. Well, hey, guys. All right. Happy Thursday. No, I thought, Brian, you broke it down excellently today. Very professional, very straightforward. Not crazy at all. But <laughs> not what do we do not crazy at all. <laughs> not crazy at all. But what we do have this crazy is welcome Kathleen Kennedy to the chat. Nice. We've got Kathleen Kennedy here. We've got doomed. Huh? We've Who got- is invoking my name? <laughs> We've got <laughs> Kenneth LaRoque, Anthony Mark. <laughs> Chuck A, Archmage Frey, who I think was Kathleen Kennedy, actually. <laughs> yeah, Mexican Iron Man and Anima Confusa, John Burns. Thank you all for being here. Hopefully I didn't miss anybody. Uh, it's going to be a fun Thursday today, Brian. It is. It's going to be a phenomenal Thursday. Got so many things to talk about. We got a new video out on the Popcast Prime channel. Um, and I see John Burns wants to talk a little bit of football. Just we'll quickly just say, because we have... Of course, the podcast fantasy football uh, thing going on here. And currently right now, the mad cows are in uh, first place with dog pound. And it uh, looks like Brian, you and I are both two and one. So we're like right right back there with Danny the Dork Knight. So, uh, so John, I mean, that, does that mean we're losing? That means, no, we're two and one. So we're like in second place. Ties. Oh, see, I don't, see, fantasy football is so weird. I didn't know if it worked like backwards, like other things, oh. you know. Like golf, you when you get a really high score in golf, that means you've lost. Oh, I see. Gotcha. Yeah, you don't want a high score in golf for right. sure. 
But in fantasy football, you want as many wins as you can get. And right now, I got John Burns in the chat. I don't see anybody else here, but John's rocking, rocking one and two. So, John, you got some work to do this week, man. So, yeah, good luck. Let's keep it going. I'm bringing the heat. I literally haven't logged in in two weeks. So, (laughs) John's expecting to get crushed by Wesley today because you guys are playing each other. Oh, we are. Okay, guys, the name of my fantasy football team, and just so you know, I know nothing about football, but. I really wanted to play because when I figured out you can name your own uh, team, that was inviting for me. So I named my king Mr. Mr. McGiblets Wesley Crushers. Now, is it Wesley Crushers or Wesley Crushers? No one knows. Oh, it's a secret. Nice. Kind of like our little preview today that we did for, if you guys were wondering what happened with the preview. So uh, I don't know what happened, what I was thinking. I, I think the, the Andor news, I don't know if you guys saw the preview each week before you come here live, Brian has this nice preview up and either I or he will, will read it. Well, if you notice, I had uh, what looked like a Jedi robe on, although it was just a bunch of t-shirts and uh, it was black and I, I wanted to be in Star, Star, Star Wars Jedi mourning because Andor made me sick with some political news yesterday which totally took me out of andor uh which we're going to talk about review tomorrow morning so i think shane just forgot he was was wearing it on his head maybe yeah archmage <laughs> asked will we will we be tearing today <laughs> that's the hard word to say but will yes we will be doing the oh, weekly terry we will yes Every week. Always do the weekly. Always do the weekly Terry. Yeah, our new weekly segments are the weekly Terry, Superman Watch, and Raw Rant. I'm sorry, Rant of the Week. So that's, we're going to try to do that every week. That's the the plan, Sam. Love it. Um, Yeah, so what do you guys got going on out there? At Brian gets angry when someone who calls him up says, thank you for your cooperation. Oh, you have no idea. It is insane. You don't know cooperation. It's it's insane. I'm going to tell you about some recent robocalls I got, and um, I might start recording these because it's getting to, it's getting to the point <laughs> where it's it's absolutely hilarious. Um, and it's gone from like okay, it was mildly annoying, very frustrating. Okay, stop. And now it's like, well, it's so insane. All you can do is laugh or break your phone, hmm. which you know the latter's not an option. So. I yeah, will be crushed. I will be crushing you this week with my crushers, John Burns. Nice. All right. Um, all right, man. You ready to rock and roll? I am ready to do this. Let's right. let's talk about everything good to talk about today. Do you have anything? Oh, any stories for us? Are we going to be talking about our video? I guess later on today, right? Yeah, when we talk about the Star Trek Four thing. Okay, and then um, anything to share that's going on with us? And the Not fact really, that right? somehow, uh, I'm sorry, what? What was the question? Anything to share that's going on with us? I'm going to a funeral on Saturday, but that's sort of a bummer topic I didn't want to really bring up. That's not cool. Um, What else? Uh, I've only had one case of Red Bull today, so on the wagon. (laughs) Only one case. Uh, According to a document, Queen Elizabeth died of old age, or so the Germans would have you believe. (laughs) The Germans! Um, The Germans did it. Yeah, listen, I don't think anyone needed a document to know how Queen Elizabeth died. Are you guys watching Quantum Leap? I know we're not talking about Quantum Leap today, but uh, episode two dropped this week, and 
got to tell you, it's surprisingly better than we thought it was going to be so far. So. Yeah, I thought I, I thought the show was going to be uh, bad. I don't have another yeah. word, but just bad, um, just typical, you know. And uh, no, it's it's actually super. It's very enjoyable. I love it actually. Yeah, they've they've actually done a good job of like respecting the original show, which, as we all know, most shows don't do that now. Uh, so it's kind of cool. And they've actually incorporated the old show. So if you guys aren't watching Quantum Leap, it's on Mondays. And we do a review Tuesday morning uh, if you want to catch that. So, Yeah, we saw the same leaked footage, Doomed. We saw the leaked indie footage. We're going to talk about it today. Oh, I didn't like, know we were talking about that today. We got to. Like, like literally, it has to be. See, like, about. we can't show it yet, though. So why? Uh, it'll be rem- it'll it'll kill the stream. They're removing it from anyone that shows it. They're removing. Okay, we're going to put it in the member section today. Yeah, we can do that. They won't find it there. Okay, we're going to put it in the members. Listen, if you go, if you're, if there is ever a day you wanted to be a member of this channel, today's the day because we're going to show you the Indy Five leaked trailer, which gave me goosebumps, guys. I yeah. was not expecting this. I got like serious goosebumps. Yeah, and yeah, they're removing it everywhere. It was, uh, it's actually hard to find. I had to reach out to some of my. Uh, more shady friends and be like, yo, man, where's that trailer at, bro? <laughs> and this is a good, di- and, a good time to have shady friends. And don't send me a weird torrent link that n- makes me put in my credit card information, please. Just a regular <laughs> link, Holmes. Uh, yeah. yeah every- well, everyone, everyone's got to have some shady friends. That's like the rule. I don't have any shady friends, so what does that make you? I might be your only shady friend. You're my shady friend. <laughs> <laughs> and my brother. <laughs> Sorry to say. All right. Um, listen. Uh, oh, yeah, no, let me just let me just end that statement with arg. Arg. <laughs> I like that. All right. Let's uh, let's get let's rock and roll, man. Let's talk about Deadpool. I'm ready. All right. We are gonna be talking about the Deadpool. We don't want to call it a tra- trailer or a teaser, but a genius level marketing uh, ploy. Tactic? Oh yeah! Somehow yes. Ryan Reynolds has managed to um, rack up millions and millions of views on a casual video, a one minute and two minute video uploaded to his YouTube channel, and he's number one trending on both the update two. So he made one video two days ago where he he announced it that was trending, and then his update video was trending. And when I say trending, I'm talking about number one and two. Literally number one and two. As in they wow. only they can't exist in the same spot. So they've been sitting at one and two for since they uploaded for the last two days. It's quite incredible actually. Um well it's really incredible what they did. You know it's we always uh Ryan Reynolds has, has marketed Deadpool fantastically throughout the years. When mm-hmm. he, when they first were bringing Deadpool out he just had this whole series of crazy marketing that was fantastic. And it's kind of gone away for a while, but like, if you're going to do it, like this is the, this is like the way to do it. Cause you could meme it with anything else. Like you could literally have like captain Picard sitting on the couch and have Worf walk by and up the stairs. Like you could almost meme this to death with things happening. Yeah. I, I actually uh, considered so uh, asking you to, uh, to do the same exact one for the, for our weekly trailer. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, I would have been like, <laughs> but it just would have been too much to do at the, at the short yeah, period. Yeah, it would have been hard. 
So we're going to show it to you because also, by the way, I uploaded these videos to our Marvel channel just to see what happened. And they're they're allowing them to be shown. They 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 do the tracking thing where they track the information. But yeah, Ryan's not trying to like clean up on, uh, on ad revenue for these, which is great. It's good. Very. Uh, he doesn't need the money. Trust me, his I mean, aviation gin is doing just fine. Yeah, I actually. You know what's funny? I actually bought some aviation gin <laughs> and uh, the Terra Mana. So I bought a, okay. a bottle of each, and I'm not a drinker. I bought them just to be a part of history, and I'm going to put them back yeah. here with my Klingon blood, blood wine and my, yeah, nice. and my Romulan ale. Okay, um, here we go. This is it. Everyone, uh, we're extremely I don't even sad to, to have missed this. D23, but we've been working very hard on the next He's Deadpool film for uh, a good long while now. I've had to really search my soul on this one. Uh, his first appearance in the MCU obviously needs to feel special. We need to stay true to the character, uh, <laughs> find new depth, new motivation, new meaning. <laughs> Every Deadpool on the needs to stand writer. out <laughs> and stand apart. It's been an incredible <laughs> challenge music. that has forced me to reach down it's only deep inside. Yeah, it, yeah, it was just gin. Like, yeah. Usually it's yeah, a mixer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> completely... <laughs> Empty up here. Just gin. And terrifying. But we did have one idea. Hey, Hugh, you want to play Wolverine one more time? Yeah, sure, Ryan. (laughs) And Okay, okay. So, (laughs) this is... That is so cool, man. This is brilliant on so many levels. I want to be clear. When I saw him walking across, my immediate reaction was, please let that be Hugh Jackman. And then when he's like, hey, you want to play Wolverine? I was like, yes! I lost right? it. I'm not even a Marvel fanboy. I'm like a casual fan at best. And this had me instantly, instantly. No trailer, no special effects, no costumes, just a dude on the couch. It's really smart. Um, they, it, don't, they literally don't make need to make any other any trailer for this movie. Just make the movie and then put it out. I mean, right. this is all the hype you'll ever need, right? Yeah, yeah. They they they, I, they shouldn't. I I would just now just make the movie and like be done with it. That would be epic. No marketing. No marketing required. <laughs> right. Right. Um. All right. So that that was the first video, and that is number two on trending. Now let's look at the second video that launched the next day. And is currently sitting at number one on trending. And to be number one on trending is hard. Okay? It's hard. <laughs> we've never done it. We've never done it. And maybe, maybe we should have had a couple. And we've been trying for several years. <laughs> it's very difficult. <laughs> also, we, we, we'll spend like 37 hours editing a film, editing a, an episode of our Prime stuff. And this guy just sat on the couch and talked to the camera for three minutes. All right. <clears throat> Here we go. <laughs> Here's the here's the second part. And now we got Hugh, Hugh there, which is great. Perfect. Right? Hi. Hi. How are you? You Hi. have questions. Yes. We do have I, questions. I had a lot of questions. I'm <laughs> sure you had a lot of questions, but rest assured, we we're going to answer them right now. Like, for example, how is Wolverine alive yeah. right. after Logan? Logan Good uh, takes place in 2029. Mm-hmm. Totally separate thing. Mm-hmm. Logan died in Logan. Okay. Not touching that. I like that. What actually happens in our film is these two. Get out there. Okay. 
I'm going to turn it down a little bit because it's music, right? Uh, so the music's playing, and they're describing the scene or whatever. It's obviously not real. But what I found hilarious was I went on this video immediately when I saw it, and I went to the comment section. And I was like, guys, the music is too loud. We can't hear you. <laughs> 185 likes on that one comment, bro. <laughs> so either people get the joke, or there's a lot of dummies out there that are were thinking the same exact thing. Yeah, <laughs> I, I hope, don't know I which. Hope there's, hope there's very few people thinking that. Because this is an epic. This is fantastic because I was like, this is the way you entertain, market, and troll all at the same time. Yeah, I completely agree. Just a fantastic, like, I hope they come out with a third one. I don't know what they're going to do next. But somebody said that would have been cool if the music they would have been would have been like Rick Rolled music. So if they would have Rick rolled you. Yeah. So I think they probably had to pick music that wouldn't be copyright claimed to hell. That's so, true. So people can share it, you know. That's true. We got a super chat. Super chat from John Burns. He said, my John Boy media media video, you're welcome. Is there a link there? What's what's, what's that? <laughs> I don't see a link. You gotta share, John, share, share a link, John. Funny. Something funny, I know it. You do realize you're not muted. What do you mean, Ken? Yeah. Yeah, I know. We do. Maybe when I was talking about Ryan Reynolds being a very attractive man. <laughs> you know, there's, there's like a couple of dudes, like even if you're like a straight guy, like you can say they're good looking dudes. Like I think Brad Pitt qualifies and probably Ryan Reynolds. Mm, Brad Pitt's pushing it. I think Ryan Reynolds and obviously Jason Momoa because I would probably turn for that man. See, real. I don't go that far, but just yeah, being real, just being real. You, <laughs> Jason, you want me in a gimp costume? Whatever you need, bro. Okay. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> that was that weird, real quick. My bad. That was really weird. That went weird somewhere. Nobody even asked you anything. My bad. My bad. Yeah. So that's it. Um, really good stuff. Really great marketing. Uh, obviously the guy's a pro. There's a couple actors in Hollywood that, you know, they're not like. They're not phenomenal actors, per se. They usually play the same person, or they have, like, you know, one emotion. And they're usually playing the same exact thing, right? But what they're really good at is drawing a crowd. A, they're nice guys. They're good marketers. They're they're on social media. They don't alienate uh, their fans. So, like, they're valuable not because they're Academy Award-winning um, actors, but because they draw crowds. And even if they're playing the same character over and over again, it doesn't matter. People are still into it. John Burns, I posted on Discord. Oh, that one. Okay. I saw a link, but I haven't clicked it today. I'll, we should I'll show it. it. Yeah, why not? Yeah, okay. We should be some weird, like, let's see what John did here. Yeah. I mean, we, we have Discord, and here's the reality about Discord, guys. Um, we need more of you there. You know, John's there. Ken's there. Uh, we've got some people there. Jeremy's there. We need more people there. Yeah, it's also a little... Um, you know, someone told me the other day that our, our Discord might be a little restrictive because we, like, we're trying to keep it from being like... Well, like, so I have three Discord servers, and one of my Discord servers is just a mess. It's just like... Yeah. There's like 6,000 people there, and there's very little organization. So when we launched this one, we were like, okay, we need to make sure it's like very streamlined and people know where to put... We might have made it a little too restrictive, but, you know, 
once there's more people there, we can actually put more effort into uh, like moderating it, maybe having people moderate it. Oh, yeah, I got everybody the, should speak I, in the general. I got the Wait. John Boy Media stuff. All right. All right. So let, let me show it to you. So this is from John Boy Media. John shared this with us. What actually happens in our film is these two. All right, and then they play a song and they drown out their voices and they're just messing around and saying a bunch of stuff and you can't hear it, so I'm going to do my best to lip read it. I don't think I got everything perfect, but I think it got uh, the gist of it pretty good. Here we go. These two get out there. Yes. And he's like, and I'm just Pulls like, fucking and I just fucking <laughs> catch and him. So much and I'm chasing him all over the place and we're going through and we're stuff gonna have all this these massive, different places massive, and just huge, huge Yeah, and I've got the swords. And, <laughs> and boom, 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 boom. I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> boom. But I'm fine. I'm totally laughing about it. And I'm it. alive too, but really got to see this because we're in our prime. It's yeah. true. The prime. And what a way to make it up to you. I'm so excited about this. You're just going to fucking love it. It's going to be the best. <laughs> nice. Thank you, John. We we, we appreciate that. It's actually... So, so the guy actually read the lips and like... That's pretty smart. That's pretty cool. So how do people find our Discord? That's a good question, Brian. In the description down below. Yes. In the description of all of our videos, I believe we have a Discord link. It is not hard to find our Discord. And if you uh, want, want want more, then uh, hit that up. Also hit up our socials and subscribe on the way to the comment section. Let, let us know what you guys think about Deadpool 3 and Wolverine in the Disney universe. Which means Deadpool and Wolverine are now Disney princesses. No, I think you have to literally be a princess. <laughs> okay, so, so Princess Leia is a Disney princess. Yes, she okay. is a Disney princess. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. And Discord's a great way if you guys ever wanted to like directly chat with Brian or I. That's a good way to do it. Yeah. I talk to people all the time. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. What's next? Oh, we're talking about... Oh, this is the Andor one. But before the Andor <laughs> one... Before we talk about Andor and the weird Nancy Pelosi thing, um, I really want to complain. So, rant of the week. Ooh. Robocalls. Scam calls. Have you renewed your auto insurance calls? Calls clearly emanating from a random high-rise building in the middle of India somewhere. These calls are non-stop. It is literally. I've had four calls. While we started this stream 28 minutes ago, do you realize that I am now averaging a sales call every 15 minutes? That's insane. Additionally, you block the numbers. There's all kinds of tools to help you find out, find ways to stop them from invading your mind and your space and completely making your phone pretty much useless because you don't want to pick it up anymore. But those, those methods 
are not even valid most of the time. They change often. Let's say I block a number. They're going to be used, they're going to use another number. I have gotten multiple calls from at least 30 of the same exact people talking about spending time at a Marriott somewhere from different phone numbers. I cannot physically block them all. It would be a full-time job. I would literally have to pay someone to screen my calls in order for me to use my phone for its intended purpose, talking to people about relevant things. So I got I got, I got upset. I finally goes, all right, well, this, this can't be normal, right? This has to be some excessive, you know, uh, symptom of the pandemic or something. So I went, I went searching. So many of these websites, instead of giving you actual information, are instead going, hey, let me show you how to stop it. And all their methods are really basic. Block them, set times where your phone is in use and not. Basically restricting you as the user instead of handling the actual problem. Trying to solve the symptom, alleviate, uh, alleviate the symptom versus root out the disease. And the disease is the sales calls. Now, looking at this article here. Oh, let me stop the ad blocker. Stupid. <laughs> Speaking of things that make you mad. Oh, like, ad blocker. Oh, God. Like, I don't understand. Why, why are you mm. trying to force me to like try to sign up for a website? I, I want to know, is there a single person out there who actually will pay Fox News or Washington Post $3 a month to read their articles? Has anyone ever done that? I've never done that. Next week on Rant of the Week. Okay, anyways, so you're right. I'm getting off topic. <laughs> All right. So I found Fox News. They actually gave some real numbers. And they said, robocalls have jumped up by over 6 million, 600 million calls in a month. In a month, from February to March, the number rose to 600 million. That is incredible. You understand how close that is to one billion? Like, <laughs> that's in- right. Yeah. Well, it, it, what happened was is that everybody. Okay, so I mean, do people really understand what robocalls are about? Like, robocalls are really just people from other countries trying to rip you off. I mean, that's really right. what a robocall is. Right. right. So, so, so that's a great, great quick segue. My last robocall was a guy going, "Hello, sir. I am calling from the IRS, and you owe back taxes of." $13,343. How would you like to pay that? And I'm like, does this ever work? Like, have you ever, I literally asked, have you, have you ever gotten someone on the phone, said you were from the IRS and they had a bill and, and they actually just paid you? Has that ever worked? And he goes, yes, it has, motherfucker. And he, <laughs> he hung up the phone. <laughs> yeah, it happens all the time. Oh my people God. Are right. All right, go ahead. Sorry to cut you off. No, no. You're, I mean, I'm just saying like, so what it is, is you got all these other people from different countries and, and it's, it's really a morality thing. Like, like for all these people from like, it's, it's coming from India, the Philippines, Pakistan, there's a different, a bunch of different places. And for whatever reason, they think, well, it's okay to steal from the West. It's okay to try to steal money because they have plenty of money. So we're going to steal it from probably the same way that we think about like corporations sometimes when we're like, 
yeah, that 35 cents, I'm not giving it back to whatever it is, you know? Right. So that's what it is. But the problem is, is that our, our, our cell phone carriers have, are not, and our government is doing nothing to battle against it. So you have to, you know, make yourself smart. You have to, for me, if I pick up the phone and there's any sort of click, like if there's a click, that means they've been waiting for me to pick up the phone. And now it's going to go to somebody who's going to try to steal from me. I just hang up the phone. Right. I do not talk to anybody. Most of the time, I won't even answer a call if I don't recognize it. So, and that's sadly where we've gone so far. So. Yeah, it's so excessive. Um, um, people, there, so they, they started polling people, which, by the way, when you call people as a pollster, you are, you are doing the same thing. Like, <laughs> I know it's not as bad because you're not trying to rob someone, but you're also doing a you're using a robocall service to call someone that doesn't want to talk to you anyways aside from that point people were pulled residents in california were pulled right this is where we're from california and they said that the calls have been endless their words there was a time when i would get 20 to 30 calls in a 24-hour period like i said we started this stream 33 minutes ago in that 33 minutes i've had three block calls Three. Yeah, you know what the answer, you know what the solution is? Uh, if you stop answering the calls completely. So what I've had to do is I just stop. I only get now maybe one or two a day max because I don't answer any call that doesn't have a name attached to it of somebody I know. Oh wow, good for you. That's it. I just don't answer it. I don't really have that option. They so. eventually I think stop calling you. Yeah, I don't have that option. I have to pick up the phone because that's part yeah. of my job. But this is what happens. Um um, I did go try to find like a spam blocker. And what the spam blocker does is it takes all the previous reported and blocked spam calls and it puts them in a database and it will try to block it for you. And it will alleviate some of the stress. But <laughs> certainly not all of it. And because it's so easy for them to make up phone numbers, they're literally just spoofing phone numbers. Um, they don't really, I don't think they care that much. Like it's it's a minor inconvenience. Um, okay, so on the same note, though, so those are all the scam calls. We also have problems with actual legitimate companies. So I mentioned the poll thing, right? <clears throat> this happened yesterday. Literally happened yesterday. I got a call from some Republican something. Uh, hello, sir, I am blah, blah, blah from Republican uh, International, whatever, right? And like, how, how, how likely are you to vote for this person in this election or whatever? And I was like, um, I'm sorry. Uh, nice to meet you. And I don't even know who you're talking about. I, I don't you know, know who should have told him. I don't know, you know who's running for city, city council of like Irvine. Like, yeah. You know what you should have told him? You should have said, you know what? I was going to vote for him. And then you called me and now I'm pissed. So never mind. Suck. Good job. <laughs> and then hang up the phone. That's a great idea. So they hung up. <laughs> Ten minutes later, what what call did I get? I got a call from what sounded like the same person, but oh, now it was for the Democrat Dem, Democrat something party. Oh, really? That's and they funny. were asking about my likelihood of of voting for a a, a Democrat from some other yeah. city, and I was like, I'm sorry, Christy, didn't we just speak? <laughs> you say, like, Oh no, sir. I'm like. This is the same. Do you all work at a center? Are you making calls for this? Are you a volunteer that happens to be volunteering for both parties? How, 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 how unlikely is that? 
Yeah, no, that's a job. They're getting paid. Right. <clears throat> so it's a job. They're, so when they go like we're volunteering for the you know RNC, but that's not that's not the case. So it's nuts. The FCC is trying to battle it. They've been and by the way, I went back and looked at the Wayback Machine. There are articles about the FCC dealing with robo robocalls and robotext going back like thirteen years. Mm. In thirteen years, they haven't done anything. They always say they're doing something, but they never actually do anything. It's sort of incredible. And um, yeah. and I'm not going to go through this whole article, but what they basically said was it's hard for them to deal with because of all the different networks and all that out there. Well, out Google there. made it impossible. Google huh? has this. You can get so many numbers with Google, you know, and and they've they've, they've got it so that way you can that you can um, you can get you know, multiple numbers on Google voice, I think it's called. Yeah. Google so voice. like last weekend, my wife, uh, they actually set her up to like steal her phone number so they could set it up through Google voice so that they could use it to rip people off. That's how they do it. Interesting. So they do it through another scam. It's yeah. terrible. You don't even need Google voice though. Like legitimately though, you can, you can just spoof your number. You can, you can put whatever number you like. There are actual services out there. That I can like go on right now and call you from any number I want, and mm. um, this was this was around five years ago. I, I we even used it once to get into my wife's voicemail because she lost her phone. I went mm. to the 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 spoof whatever uh, service. I paid five bucks. I got credits. I called my wife's number from my wife's phone, which instantly put me in her voicemail. Hmm. All right, that's so weird. I was able to get in there, check the messages, and then we uh, we were able to find her phone. And I did it by spoofing the number on a website that anyone has access to. Yeah, that's crazy. Sorry if I just let everyone know that. You want to get someone to voicemail? That's what you do. <laughs> that's what you do. <laughs> John Burns Super Chat, U.S. Political Year. Robocalls increase stupidly. Uh, in- increasing Absolutely. stupidity. Yeah, I don't think they even need that. I think they just. Yeah. Well, you know, U.S. politics are stupid anyways, too. Yeah, so true. Which leads us into our next story. What a great transition. What do we got over here for the guys first? Yeah, check that, and I'll load this up. Let's see. You owe back taxes. Please send us a Google gift card. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, my God. Yeah, I've gotten those, too. Like, um, uh, So I've, I've, after getting that whole thing, how would you like to pay? I'm like, well, you know, um. What's the best way? I'm just wondering, right? Like, would you yeah. like would you like a wire? I can sell you, maybe. I do have a debit card. Like, um, uh, if you if it's easier for you, you can go to Target and get a Target gift card and read me that. I'm like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I was like, I'm, I'm dude. Is the IRS taking Target gift cards now? I know it's crazy. Like, he, yeah. wanted, he wanted me to drive to a store, buy a gift card, and then read him the number. Oh, you no, know, that's, well, that's what, you know, my, my mom runs a Seven Eleven, right? So, um, this happens all the time. She says they'll call, somebody will call, uh, one of the people they have working there at night and they'll be like, hi, this is Seven Eleven corporate. Uh, we need to check to make sure your phone cards are working properly. Can you, uh, go ahead. I want you to scratch four or five of them off for me. I need you to read me the numbers and they will do it. Like thinking that they're listening to Seven Eleven corporate. Like this is like Seven Eleven itself. So if the employees aren't like, like really schooled on how to do it. They get tricked into thinking they're talking to Seven Eleven corporate. Ugh. It's bad. Oh, it's so good. So good. I'm saying that sarcastically. Okay, well, let's talk about some politics, shall we? Because that's our favorite yeah. topic. 
We're talking about Star Wars Andor. And it looks like Tony Gilroy unpacks Andor Episode 4. He talks about Mon Mothma, and he says, Mon Mothma is a Nancy Pelosi character. (laughs) 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 Okay. All right. Aside from the, the insanity of that statement, does anyone know who Nancy Pelosi is? All right. I'm sure most people do, yeah. Okay, so do you know what, like, so she's a Congress, a rep, rep, right? And her, She's a congresswoman, yes. And, her, and she's the leader of the Democrats in Congress, right? Right, and her state is what state? It's California. It's California, right? Mm, yes. Uh, 12 congressional district. And yes, have, by the way, that's that's uh, San Francisco. San Francisco, right? Um, which is one of the worst. <laughs> San Francisco is so bad right now. Look, yeah. I have we, we just, Nancy Pelosi but, hasn't even stepped foot in this state in 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 like <laughs> since like the 2016 election. Anyways, she is not. A, if you're trying to compare a character to a uh, a, a a good or liberal. Democrat that you like, you wouldn't pick this person. Right. Well, here's the thing. Okay. Now that's not true because if you're a Democrat liberal, then you love Nancy Pelosi. How? What? She doesn't do anything of value. Because, well, not according. Listen, you're trying to be reasonable. Just knock it off. Okay. It's not reasonable to be on the left, the far left or the far right. It's just not reasonable at all. And in fact, from a political standpoint, this is what frustrates me about this, Brian. I'm watching... I'm watching this movie or this show, show and or I'm getting through the first three episodes and I'm like, I don't know if I like it. Oh, I'm kind of slow. I'm not sure. And then Tony comes out with his thing and he's like, um, yeah. So let me, I want to read you the exact words that he's got here because <laughs> it, it takes a little bit of time to get into it. You know, they, they wait a little, uh, a little while to, uh, to drop to the news. break it out here. You know what's funny is too when I, when, when I saw uh, the Mon Motha uh, key art, like the art leading uh-huh. up to the episode, I was like, yeah. you know, she sort of looks like a young Hillary Clinton. Like she had that vibe. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean that's kind of what you're talking about here, right? I mean, they, I mean, they should have said Hillary then. Nancy Pelosi just doesn't doesn't do much. No, there's a reason why he said Nancy though, and and let me, uh... yeah. So here it is. So he says, uh, this is what he says. The question they asked is, Mon Motha shows up in episode four. What can you tell us about where she's at now in her own rebel journey? And Tony says, anyone who follows the canon, she's sort of a a Nancy Pelosi character, isn't she? Like he asked the question. Hmm. She's kind of trying to do good or whatever she's trying to do. And she's losing. I mean, I don't know. She's a powerful presence in the Senate, but she's facing defeat after defeat after defeat as the <laughs> empire is taking over here. She's always presented as a very proper and sober and perfectly put together all the time in canon. And it just seems that it was such a perfect opportunity to say, well, what's really going on behind here? So basically, just to break this down for you guys, Tony just said that the Republicans are the empire. That's exactly what he just said. Did he though? Because, because she's working for. It's almost like like, I don't know. I, I, no, I no, she's it. not working for. No, 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 no. What he said was, she's trying to do good, but she's being beat. She's being beat, right? She's losing. <laughs> way, being defeated. The way just like, like Nancy Pelosi. It's like Nancy is, Pelosi, like because Nancy Pelosi loses over and over and over. Again. 
because well, the, he's specifically mm-hmm. talking about when Trump was president. Because that right. she was of moving course a lot. We're talking about Trump, yeah. Right. Right. Okay. So this is what frustrates me. I don't care what side of the political spectrum you're on. I don't care. Nancy Pelosi carries a special evil in Brian and I's hearts because she's ruined the state of California over the past 35 years. Yeah. Okay. She's really been a part of ruining the state. Okay. And it's frustrating and, and really can't stand her for it. Yeah. It's not for for us. It's not even a Republican or Democrat thing. It's a Californian thing. It's a California thing. Her and her entire family run this state and they've ran this state for 60 years and it's horrible. Yeah. And honestly, Anything she's doing at a national stage, it, she's really doing nothing. Like, there's nothing happening up there. None of the politicians are accomplishing anything. <laughs> they don't accomplish it. Actively destroying California. Yeah. Er, so er, every politician's job is just to get elected the next time, right? But right, she, yeah. she's actively putting people in power that are her family members and sucking the life out of the state of California without actually offering anything in return. Right, right. Her nephew is the governor. Right. Gavin Newsom is her nephew. Oh, surprise, surprise. So, yeah. So, <laughs> but the I mean, average person doesn't know that because they have different last names. Oh. I know. So, but anyways, the point is, it doesn't matter what politics you are. Here's the problem. I go to watch Andor episode four, and as soon as Mon Motha pops up, I go, damn it. Because now I'm only thinking about Nancy Pelosi's <laughs> face as I'm watching this. And I'm like, dang it. I don't listen. I watch Star Wars and everything else that we watch to get away from this craziness that's going on in politics in our world. (laughs) The last thing I need is these dumb showrunners, these idiot writers letting us know that, listen, we're thinking about politics when we're creating these people, you know, and this is and I'm a Democrat, by the way, or I'm a Republican. Well, actually, nobody says they're Republican because that would be wrong. So I'm a Democrat. And and this is Nancy Pelosi. And isn't she the poor woman just went over to Taiwan, even though she shouldn't have and almost got China to blow up the United States because she (laughs) didn't give a shit. And everything else going on around here because Nancy Pelosi's got it all figured out. She's eating ice cream and shit like that. So anyways, enough of that. I just want you to know that Andor is semi-ruined every time I see Mon Motha because now it's Nancy Pelosi and she looks like her. Come on, guys. Tony, don't act like you didn't do it on purpose. She looks like her with the haircut. As you were sitting there ranting, I just imagine uh, her face getting closer and closer and closer. I mean, come on. See, they look like her. Can you show... Mon Motha for a second, yeah. real quick. I think he's on here. <laughs> Let's show. Look, here's a, look. Go back and forth. Mon Motha. Let me get it. She's at the top of the story, and then, and then Nancy. If you could just, I was know. actually pretty excited to see Mon Motha too. I, I was too because the character is like a rebel legend. Yeah. Right. But and and I'm and she may still be, but now I'm just thinking of American politics. Yeah. There's Mon Motha. Time to go and show the picture of the article we just did. The article oh. at the top. There we go. That picture. Now go to Nancy. Yeah. Oh, wrong one. Nope. Yeah. There. All right. Boom. 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 Yeah. Boom. Oh. I can see it. Oh, who does she look like? Little Bob haircut. Right. I mean, so they did that on purpose. I mean, to be fair, though, I mean, I, I can see it being a younger Mon Motha, too, from the show, from the movie. <laughs> what? Like, when you look at that character, I can see that being a younger version of the character that we are aware of. I get it, but 
he said the name Nancy Pelosi. He says he sees her as Nancy Nancy Pelosi. So when he created her, that's who he has in his mind politically. Yeah, just so you guys so know, it's, like, it's always a good idea for you just like not like to stop bringing politics into things that aren't even political. It's it's so weird. Just, just shut up. Shut up and make your show. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like shut up I'm and watching you. <laughs> I don't care what your political persuasion is. In fact, I prefer not to know because if I like you and you start saying stupid things, I'm not going to like you anymore. Next and guy, I hate that. Next guy, Iron Man Super Chat. I am on the South, Car- South Carolina watching a hurricane approach and leaving California last year was the best decision ever. <laughs> <laughs> Hail Mexican stormtroopers. And he also said, uh, good job, well, Shane. Fred. Now all I see is Pelosi. <laughs> I know, right? I'm sorry if you guys tuned in and now you didn't know this article was out there. Now we have now ruined you and now we are part of the problem. I'm so sorry. It's our fault. <laughs> it's all our fault. Imagine if uh, someone in Hollywood was like, uh, I, you said that no one admits they're Republican, right? Because right. Like, that's a cancellation thing. I can just they're see afraid. like, yeah, I'm actually a Republican. And then like, it just stops. <laughs> account <laughs> just canceled. <laughs> this account was removed from multiple infractions. <laughs> It's funny. I mean, like, like if you guys probably know, Brian and I are like, we're pretty much libertarian. Yeah. And, uh, and not saying that we follow any sort of philosophical policy. We just believe in freedom. Here's our, here's, here's how, this is how we're libertarian. We don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, we don't care. That's a good way of putting it. We, we want everybody to like, do be able to do their own thing and like mind their own business. So, so this whole, like, these Republicans and these Democrats are just driving me crazy. Specifically in California, though, the Democrats are just destroying us and frustrates me living it's here. It's so bad in California, guys. Oh, my God. Who is um, Princess Leia AOC? <laughs> <laughs> that'll be the next. That'll be the next show. <laughs> <laughs> the article came out yesterday, Dort Knight. I actually think AOC is hilarious. Um I don't know anything about her politics, or do I care? But her social media posts just make everyone lose their minds, and they're always so benign because she's not actually yeah. a, she's not actually suggesting anything that's possible or 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 even deep. It's always like super surface. I'm like, guys, I think that we should just like like everyone. You know, like everyone's cool, and you're like, yeah, and but then they I hate just, you, and that's why I hate <laughs> these. <laughs> Like the first comment's like, you suck. <laughs> well, it's that's what happened. You know, it's people have been relegated to their character. You know, it's like the same thing they do to Trump. You know, they do to AOC. They got these evil figures on each side. You and know? then she got caught. She got <laughs> this is the best one. She got caught. Um, she had a picture on Instagram where she's like looking through a fence at like the the Mexican border detainees. Mm-hmm. But then oh, some, I remember that one. That someone, was hilarious. Someone took a picture of her taking a picture, and she was just like looking through at a Walmart parking lot. Yeah, she was like at a like parking lot somewhere, and they were like setting up as her looking through to Mexico. It was that was hilarious. It <laughs> but man, no one ever said anything. It's just whatever. Like she posted, and the first comment was like, "I uh, like, uh, dude, that was a Walmart parking parking lot." <laughs> like it's so good. Anyways. Yeah, Trump is clearly Jabba the Hutt. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Well, you know, like I said, this is politics or and politics. My, and Mike Pence is that little guy on the top. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, politics will make you grow old fast. I'm just I'm just gonna stay away from it. Yeah, politics. Anyways, so that's why I don't want them in my entertainment. That's why I get so frustrated. Yes. All right. Well, let's move on to the next topic. If you yeah. uh enjoyed this uh, video, please hit the subscribe button on the way to the comment section. Let us know who you voted for. No, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell us. Don't, don't tell us what your don't, political don't, persuasion don't do is. That. We don't want to know. <laughs> Video Better removed for misinformation. Unless you're libertarian, then we then we then we can have drinks. Uh, you know the problem with like, so like I definitely just say libertarian because it's easier. Um, but I know an actual like hardcore libertarian who really subscribes to like a lot of the like the real like I'm not gonna say crazy but like in depth libertarian stuff. And yeah. um, I don't know if I agree with all that either. Maybe I'm just like uh, sort of a moderate. I'm like a yeah, exactly. Moderate That's very libertarian. I don't believe in anything insane, left, right, up, down, whatever. <laughs> I'm pretty close to the middle on everything, right? Except for when Except Alex, for freedom. When Alex Jones said they're turning the frogs gay, he was right. I'm just saying it's a ridiculous statement, but that's what happened. <laughs> I don't even care. <laughs> I don't even care. <laughs> I just love that with that meme. It was like him yelling, "They're turning the frogs gay." And then, like, a year later, it's like, yeah, uh, so uh, the chemical plant that Alex Jones was talking about, uh, they, their runoff was actually causing the frogs to change genders. And then, like, wait, so he was right? <laughs> yeah, even a broken clock is right twice a day. Amen to that. <clears throat> All right, let's move, let's move on to the next thing. Joe Biden is Luke Skywalker in the sense that he can see he's intoxicated. Watching watching Biden's speeches are just hilarious, man. Like you just never know what he's gonna do. Did you see that one? He's like, I have one word to sum up America. He's like, sum <laughs> up. <laughs> He's gonna use one word to like sum up the American economy. He's like, <laughs> it just didn't come out. Well, he was like talking to like the United Nations or NATO or something like that over this whole Russian uh, nuclear stuff, right? And uh, he just he just couldn't hold it together. He's using like weird words, and you just never know what he's gonna say. Yeah, we gotta. Go out there, and he gets like this like no. long distance look oh. in his eye when he. I used to go go to the pool. And the kids, they would they would rub the water on on the hair on my on my legs. And when I got out of the, I also like chili cheese fries. But you know, uh, Jill said, Jill said, and you're like, <laughs> what's what happening right about? now? Isn't he like uh, like at a Toyota plant or something? <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, uh, Candace says, you know the world's in trouble when Alex Jones is right. That reminded me, you're right. That also reminded me of when Ozzy Osbourne was like, listen, guys, I, I'm going back to England because it's too crazy here. Like when Ozzy Osbourne is saying it's too crazy, we are so screwed. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. John Burns, super chat. Thank you, John. You're so, so gracious. I appreciate We appreciate the support. Well, that's your Perry Mason moment, Brian. Oh, I miss Perry Mason. Oh, that's they should re- they should reboot reboot that that show. No, please don't reboot anything else. Just wait, do something new. Do They're it, rebooting do it. 
doing the style right. of CSI Miami was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> although I got to admit, I love, I love David Caruso. Yeah. I, I, I just, I had this like super cut of him and his like corny lines. Like, well now murders on the menu. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I, know, I, I was like, the, the, the goose is cooked. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> There's a super, a super cut out there of everyone. And without context, it's insane and, well, and, and awesome yeah. at the same moment. But if you're watching it, like you get it, you know? But. Oh yeah. <laughs> it looks like the goose is cooked. <laughs> we need to make sure that we do the weekly Terry on this side of the, uh, live show okay just heads up <laughs> i'll watch it john all right <laughs> all right let's move on to the next thing let's talk about um let's see what's next i'm a star trek <laughs> so many good no, we gotta do star trek still yeah yeah all right we're gonna do the weekly terry i guess we'll knock that out right now Okay, um, and then we'll do Indiana Jones five in member section, and we'll do the the Cavill thing in member section, and one of the Star Treks. But which one? Hmm. We should talk about our video on this side. Yeah, of it. let's do that. All right. All right. Okay. All right. All right. So we are about to do the weekly Terry. You ready? I am so ready. I need you to do the do the voice. <clears throat> I forgot to edit. You forgot to do it? I did. Okay, put it up and I'll do it. The Weekly Terry! Dun, dun, dun! Da, 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 da. <laughs> Everyone, this is the Weekly Terry. <laughs> I mean, let me read I gotta that. tell you. Everyone! I'm, let's give some, let's give some, we're going to do the Weekly Terry and we're going to talk about stuff he did on Twitter, but... It's nice to share like some of the stuff that's going on with him because we do communicate with Terry Metalis, um, uh on a personal level to some degree. Not we're not buddies or nothing, but I, we could be buddies. It could happen. We could be buddies. Um, we could be buddies. Terry. Terry, if you're out there, you want to have a beer, talk about it. Let's give me a call. Um, but the reality is, is, you know, the trolls just won't give up out there. I don't understand why everybody's so upset about the Titan retrofit. I, it, he's getting so much crap for the way the Titan looks when I'm looking at it, I'm like, it's like the perfect blend of like yeah. classic Trek and like current, you know, stuff they're doing with the starship. So I don't get it. Yeah. Why is everyone losing their mind about this? Like such like a <clears throat> super innocuous thing. I don't. Yeah. They just keep harassing him about it. And you know, it's funny. He's like, he keeps blocking people or whatever, but it's funny. You know, you, you're seeing less and less people interacting with fans on Twitter and I'm telling you, he's just going to disappear if keep, people keep messing with him. I told him, just look, block him and move on. There's a, more positive people out there. What happens? And uh, anyways. Yeah, and the weirdest moving. thing is, like, I get artist subjective, but, like, this wasn't, like, a huge change. It's it's literally, it's 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 such a minor thing. And from my art perspective, it looks great. Um, that doesn't make any sense. Anyway. Well, and it's not like it's the Enterprise. Like, like if it was the Enterprise and it looked totally different, like I could see like there being a lot of opinions, but it's the Titan. It's not like we've seen a lot of the Titan anyways. Right? Right. So it's like, why are you getting upset about this the ship that probably in Picard season three, you're gonna see more of it than you've ever seen. So yeah. I'm not exactly sure. Yeah, if you want to get upset about the Titan, get upset that about you know the ship that Riker was 
uh, using at the end of season one. And then they took that that ship and they literally mm. like controlled C, controlled V on the screen and just copy and paste it the same exact ship 400 right. times. Like that, that was clearly someone mailing it in. And that's something to complain about. Not someone lovingly bringing this ship to life. I don't. That's well said. I think, yeah, no, I think, I think, I think it's well said. So anyways, the weekly Terry, we got some good stuff here. I just realized all the links I posted of his specific tweets. I actually posted like twitter.com slash Terry (laughs) Metallus. So it's not, I don't have the specific tweets. Yeah. Do you? Okay. So let's go with. It's interesting because Shane was like, Hey, I sent you the link. I'm like, you mean to twitter.com? Yes. thank, Thank you. I didn't know what that website was. Okay, I'm officially old. <laughs> you got it, okay? You got it. I got the tweet. So yeah. pull, pull up the first one here, and let's. This is the big news one. Yeah, let's pull. This, let's talk about this one. So we got this here. It says, "Hey, at Terry Metalis, <clears throat> will this be mentioned or addressed in Star Trek Three? Blink once for yes or two for no." And where will you go? It? And it's, the question is: is it's a poll? Uh, best Beverly and Wesley moment. Uh, goodbye, Wesley in Journey's End. Uh, looks Beverly Crusher, Wesley Crusher, Star Trek TNG, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I think they're well, talking about the about the fact that he left the ship. The fact that are they going to oh. address Wesley? Are they going to address Wesley and Beverly? Because they did not have, you got to remember, like he bailed. And that's like the last time we know he's ever seen his mom. Right, right. And then he became a traveler and a magic Doctor Who figurine. Right, right. So what did Terry say about this? <clears throat> Blinks once. Once. Oh, it's the giveaway. Look, I love that. Look at that. Napoleon Here's Dynamite the deal, character there. Boys. <clears throat> I look. Yes. Yes. Uh, so that means that we're going to get a Wesley Crusher, Beverly Crusher moment, which I mean, I don't know if we necessarily were like, yes, we got to have that. But it would be interesting to see how he responds to seeing his mom again after being gone for so long. Right. Yeah. Okay. So there's mm-hmm. malt. Uh, so there's <clears throat> there's ways this can be paid off correctly or incorrectly or also just like fan service wise. First option is they do address it in the sense where um, Beverly has some mm-hmm. exposition where she talks about uh, her son being a traveler. That can be yeah. the most minor way. Uh, the second way is we can actually have. Uh, Wesley Crusher in the series in some regard, but I would argue that would be a bad idea. And I'll tell you why he is a traveler. Like that would make, that would be an OP. That would be a very overpowered ally to have, you know? And I think, I think it's going to be an innocuous um, uh, thing that happens in the show, because I don't think Terry would have given it away if Wesley was going to pay, play like a big role. Like let's say he's going to take Picard off with the travelers, or if he was going to play some sort of pivotal role in the story, that was more of a surprise. I don't think Terry would have given us, given that away to us. So it's going to be innocuous. Uh, Somebody over here said, um, doomed Huss said, Wesley was in nemesis. You're right. He was sitting there in, in nemesis. His speaking part was cut. So he did see his mom at that point, but, but we don't have scene, right. No, we see him. We see him. Oh, we actually uh, see him. Yeah, we do. But his speaking line was cut. So I guess what I'm saying is, is we haven't seen any interaction between Wesley and his mom now that he's a traveler. That's interesting. 
or an explanation. He needs to, exp- you know, well, you need mean, to hear something from him. Well, there's multiple problems here, actually. Okay, so he went off uh, <clears throat> with that pedophile guy to do whatever he's going to do. <laughs> I forgot his name. I'm sorry. Um, he's a traveler. Who cares? Oh, and he was. Oh, that's right. You're right. My bad. And then he just sort of sh- he just sort of shows up at the wedding. Then we well, don't know. All we see is the wedding. Right. So someone made a mistake there. And like they forgot that he was supposed to be off traveling. Um, I, it's, well, uh, I don't know if anybody made a mistake. They just didn't s- explain it. I mean, who says a traveler can't come? Obviously, a traveler can come because the traveler who came and got Wesley was hanging out on the Enterprise. So there's no reason, I guess, that Wesley can't come back. Hmm. I mean, we don't understand what the travelers are. Like yeah. somehow they're like tied to Gary Seven, which yeah, listen, that's the, me out. the biggest <clears throat> sin for me from Picard season two was hundred oh, percent was making uh, the Gary Seven race uh, travelers. That was the biggest yeah. sin. Like, yeah, that was awful. You you ruined a question that I've had my entire Trekkie life, and you've taken it and you've given it the absolute worst answer. Like, and it could have been it could have been done so much cooler than that. And it's like. Here's what I would say, and I really hope that 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 we tie. I hope that when come Picard season three, we don't tie up loose ends for the sake of tying up loose ends. Right? Like we didn't need to have Gary Seven story explained to us. We didn't need that to be answered in Picard season two. You know, and and they did it with a Romulan that made absolutely zero sense. Like the whole thing was weird. A Romulan helping helping Earth. It just didn't make sense to the whole story. Yeah, it was clear so, that they just wanted to cast the same person that had a contract. Right. So everything we know about Picard season three, though, is that um, is that Terry is not going to make those types of mistakes. Now, he kind of keeps joking with me all the time. He's like, he's like, I I hope you really do like it. You know, I hope you do like Picard season three, because we keep saying, you know, we think we think it's going to be good because we know Rob has seen it. And Rob's we line up with Robert Meyer Burnett on our thoughts, especially for Star Trek. So, you know, if he says it's great, then it's then for us, it's we know we're going to like it. Sorry, Shane, I have to interrupt you. Go ahead. We, we do line up on Star Trek, but Just not on pineapple on pizza. <laughs> that is a sin. No actually, one should do that. How dare you? I can. I actually like pineapple on pizza, but damn it, Shane. <laughs> damn, this is this is over. I gotta go. Pineapple and pepperoni is good. Oh my god, you are an insane uh, person. I'm sorry, I can't help it. Shane's um, the kind of guy that's like. Um, I want uh, instead of extra cheese, can I get less cheese, more sauce, extra pepperoni, extra pineapple? You're like, that is you're shocked. That's right. That is right. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not making a joke. Like I've I've, I've yeah. had this order with you. I understand. I need more sauce. What's the point of less cheese, more sauce? I like the sauce. It's such a it's such a, okay. We're, we're <laughs> obviously Brian and I don't line up on pizza. So weird. Anyways, so weird. Back to the weekly Terry. Uh, we're going to ask Terry what his favorite pizza is next week. So you guys know, um, but seriously, so we'll, we'll see what happens. Do we, we have a couple more tweets, I think from last week that we can pop up real quick. Yeah. You sure still have them? <laughs> Don't boss me. <laughs> let me, let me find them for Don't you because me. you didn't give them to me correctly. Wait real quick. Kenneth LaRoque, super chat. $5. Thank you, Ken. Shut up, Wesley. Shut up, Wesley. <laughs> Thanks, Ken. Appreciate the support. I always eat pineapple on pizza, David Nunya says. Thank you, David. Thanks for backing me. All right. What other tweet was it? 
Uh, so there were a couple of them. I only have that one in here. That's about, yes, because that's the only one I shared. Remember, I screwed up the other ones. Oh. So there's a couple more. There was one about music. Okay. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Here it is. I got it. Okay. So I'm going to copy it. I'm going to set it over to you. Boom. Inside the weekly Terry. Boom. Pop that bad boy up because this is important. This was like a really good one that he gave out. Okay. Okay. Go ahead and open that and then play it. Okay, here we go. Yeah, that's the TNG theme song. Doesn't that give you chills, bro? Yeah, he said this is some of the music from music from season three of Picard. That's the TNG theme song. <clears throat> like, that's it's awesome. Them, it's them doing it. I know it's awesome, but like, yeah. It's like, like anyone that thinks that this is not going to be a, a a TNG, you know, style a continuation of that, like some kind of fun, finality to that series, is nuts. Like it's li- the music is literally. I mean, of the course, theme song. but I'm saying it's it, but it's it's in a different style, a little bit. It's it's, it's active. It's, you know, it's something. It's a little piece of what's to come, and so it's something that we should be excited about. I was excited. About. I love hearing yeah. it. Um, Jerry Goldsmith, man, awesome. Yeah, I was uh, I was so <clears throat> bummed um, in Picard season two when we found that music uh, for the last episode and it had like the first contact uh, theme music playing. Uh-huh. And you and I were like, OK, obviously the TNG crew is going to be teased at the end of season two because they have like the season yeah. two. They have TNG uh, stinger music <clears throat> and the first contact, which is the last time. Not the last time, but the best time we saw them in a movie. And um, it was perfect. But then they just played the music over him and his new crew at the bar. And you're like, why would you yeah. waste this? You just wasted yeah. it. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, one more tweet here for you for the weekly Terry. Now, this is, let me tell you, this is why I think you can trust Terry Metalis. I know everybody's worried about Picard season one and two, but this is why I think you can trust him. Besides the fact that Rob loves it. And uh, I've talked to Terry and I love his work on 12 Monkeys. Um, if you look at this tweet, it'll tell you why you can trust Terry Metalis. Okay. Here we go. Terry Metalis says, one of my favorite Trek moments. And what I love about this is it's also one of my favorite Trek moments. Absolutely. The moment that Data is doc- walking around the elderly Dr. McCoy. Uh, this is just before DeForest Kelly passed away this allowed me to say tng is is okay i loved tos i wasn't sure about this new series there was a lot of bad news there was a lot of people upset that this bald captain was going to take over for kirk you know and all of a sudden you see bones walking around and you're like oh it's okay they're together they're in the same world it like sent this message Right. And it was such a wonderful it's one of my favorite moments. The moment with Scotty in one of the other episodes where he's stuck in the in the transporter. Yeah. The buffer. Um, yeah. The buffer. You know, th- these moments that connect them are wonderful. And just Terry shared that with us this week with everybody on Twitter. And, you know, listen, somebody who loves Trek like this is 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 got Trek's best interest at heart. And I think that we need to give him a chance for for season three of Picard. Of Picard. Yeah. And the line show always bring you home is, you know. Just brilliant, you know. It's like it's connecting. It's to, even though they're two separate ships that simply share the same name, it, th- that moment was showing them like 
Yeah, it's a separate ship, shares the same name, but it's the same feeling, the same, you know, purpose, same universe. And yeah, you're right. It works. Yeah. John Burns Super Chat. This is for you, Brian. Brian hates pineapple on pizza, loves anchovies. Um, I don't actually like anchovies on my pizza. <laughs> I don't mind anchovies, though, by themselves. Gross. Oh, I don't mind them. Like, I'm, 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 not, I'm not like, yo, yo, I got to get some anchovies. No, it's like, <laughs> but like, you know, if there was an appetizer thing, like I've had smoked anchovies at a restaurant with like some kind of cream tartare sauce. And you're like, that's pretty good. Um, But again, I'm like, I'm not going out to the store looking for anchovies. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. got you. It, 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 they're, 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 people think that anyone that likes anchovies or doesn't mind them is just an anchovy fan. Every time I say I, I don't mind anchovies, they're like, "Oh, you like anchovies?" I'm like, I'm not saying uh, I love them. I'm just I don't mind them. The same way uh, I don't mind wheat like, bread. Like, I, don't, I don't mind it. Uh, I see. it. To me, it's either a love or a hate thing. Like I can't imagine either loving it or hating it. So I think that's probably what people think about anchovies. Like, like you either got to love them or you just can't. It's weird. It's fish. I think, I'm, fish. I think I'm a moderate about most things because, like, I complain about pineapple on pizza, but I'll still eat it if that's all there mm. is. Like, I'm yeah. not gonna be like, "Oh no." Although, <laughs> do not put mushrooms on pizza. Please don't add the texture of a mushroom to the texture oh. of bread. It's the worst combination. Agreed with that. All right. Uh, Kenneth LaRoque, what about when Scotty showed up and Dave Nunya, my favorite tr- original Trek in TNG episode of Scotty? Yes, I mentioned that one. I, those two, when Scotty came back and we got a whole episode with him, it was absolutely gorgeous. TOS people in, in TNG. We never got our Shatner moment, which was a bunch of garbage, but yeah, yeah, we never generations. Got... Yeah, and then they like they like killed him under a stress, a stress or whatever. Like just oh, the bridge collapsed. Oh, he died. I don't know. Like, <laughs> uh, Luckily, that... they made books that kept him alive. So that was yeah, good. the books would. Uh, yeah, I love that movie, but I, I, I mean, I understand the criticism. I am in the Nexus. I must find a captain. That will help me defeat Sauron or Sora, whatever his name was, right? And right. he gets Captain Kirk. You're like, oh, Captain Kirk, woo! Here we go, boys. Captain Kirk comes out, and like five minutes later, he's dead again. You're like, are you joking right now? Like that was, <laughs> you need him for five minutes, and then just. And I don't understand how in that century someone's gonna die. Like if he's not instantly vaporized, I feel like. You have a medical bay that can literally, like, literally create organs from scratch. The guy had a had a, a, a little bridge land on him. I don't yeah. understand how he can't be fixed. I don't. Uh, the plot required him to be to die. It was so dumb. <laughs> they should have had him like be vaporized or something like that, or explode in the explosion. Like, make I don't know. Oh, that would have been good. I can't right. bring him back. Anyways, that was your weekly Terry. Stay tuned for next week, and we will. Have more Terry Metalis news. Hit the subscribe button on the way to the comment section and let us know what would you like to ask Terry next week. If you comment soon enough, we will try to forward those questions on to Terry and we'll see what he says. Yeah, he will answer. Yeah. All right. He's good about it. Let's move on. Um, so we're going to do Star Trek. We're going to do Star Trek and okay. So what's what we're going to do? We're going to talk about Star Trek Four and its uh, eternal limbo state and the video we just made. And then we're going to go to the members section and we're going to, we're going to talk about Ezra Miller's 
<laughs> crazy compound or whatever. Guys, good. The person is insane. Um, also, uh, we're going to talk about the ridiculous comments about how Star Trek needs to learn from Star Wars. When I say that, like, it feels wrong coming out of my mouth. And I'm just saying what someone else said. And we're, we're going to talk. Do, uh, what's up? We're doing She-Hulk episode seven review. Oh, yeah. In the oh. member section. Oh, yeah. So we got, should we do one of these outside the member section, perhaps? Whatever you want to do. Whatever you want to do. Yeah. We can do the She-Hulk review here if you want. No, I'm going to finish with that. Because that one's okay. sort of long. And All then right. we got the uh, Superman watch, right? Then we got Superman watch 2022. And this one is about YouTube scooper Grace Randolph. Mm. And just so you guys know, I'm not, I'm not a huge Grace Randolph fan. So this is going to be a fun topic. So All right. That gives us, uh, yeah, I mean, that gives us four solid things plus the Indiana Jones thing. Okay. Oh, we got Indiana Jones. Oh, we're going to be doing the Indiana Jones trailer. Yeah. You don't want to miss that. In the yeah. So we're going to. We're going to do the in, the leaked Indiana Jones trailer because we can't do it here because the second someone sees it, the video will just be pulled. Yeah, we would have done it here, but join us over in the members. Yes, Look, it's, please. It's less, than, it's less than a Starbucks coffee, like half of a Starbucks coffee, to be a member for one month. Give it a try. We put out content all week long that members see, so you'll have a great time. Yeah. Come join us. John Burns said, uh, but think of how much Shatner made for those five minutes. That's true. <laughs> He's doing okay. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's talk about the final thing here before we go to the member section. And it's Star Trek Four. Let me set this up. We are talking about Star Trek Four. Its release date has been pushed or delayed or removed from the schedule. Once again, Star Trek Four is in the news. But why? It's in the news because someone at Paramount finally looked at the information, the numbers, the data, and said... There's no way this happens. So here we are. Yeah. Well, what's interesting is we had, so the, the timing of this news is really interesting because Brian and I had been working on a Star Trek four boldly going nowhere video on the prime channel. And if you haven't seen that, you should go over and take a look because it actually breaks down more than this, just this news. It kind of talks about how the, the, the things leading up to this um, that were going on. So that's a great video to watch. Um, but this news basically says, you know, Star Trek is supposed to launch, uh, be released in December, December 22nd, 2023. Um, and that news came out earlier this year. Um, <clears throat> but after Matt Shackman decided to uh, take the uh, the four, the Fantastic, Fantastic Four. four. Yeah. Uh, Marvel job and left Star Trek. I mean, you can't blame the guy for taking a Marvel movie that has a schedule that has actors placed to uh, leaving Star Trek who the actors are like, Oh, we're doing a movie. Cool. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah they, call her? they announced the schedule and then someone on the red carpet, like a week later. So, Hey, what's going on with Star Trek four? He goes, Oh, they're, they're doing that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no one yeah, announced it. oh really okay no one knew about this movie except for the studio announcing it like everyone is confused yeah and you want to watch our video about it because we actually go into and explain why and uh chris pine gives it away i won't give it away here exactly 
But Chris Pine kind of gives away why uh, why Star Trek Four has been so difficult to nail down. And uh, we'll let his words talk about it there. But um, if you were looking forward to Star Trek Four, we'll have to wait a little longer. What's going to happen next? They need a director. Is J.J. Abrams going to uh, just plop down in the seat and do it? I don't know. Uh, he could. He did start this thing, so he could end it. Um, I think that the studio has got a lot to do, though. They got to get a director who's willing to be flexible. Um, they need actors. They got to get paid. And then they got to manage their schedules. I don't know, Brian. What do you think? Um, yeah. So here's the first thing you do. And I don't know if this is the way it's actually done, but I would assume if Shane said to me, hey, Brian, we have five million dollars and the rights and the rights quit. Let's go to Star Trek. (laughs) We have to make a movie with this budget. My first my first step would be, okay. let's get a script. Yes. And then my second step would be, hey, actors, we have a script. It's in your email. Let us know if you're interested. This is your salary, if you are. And then my third step would be to find a director and a producer and all the other services. And then when everything was in place, when all those steps were done and I knew who was in the movie and who wasn't and who was doing what, and I had the budget and everything set up, I would then find my best release date and then I would announce that release date. They literally did it completely backwards. <laughs> they started yeah. at the bottom of the list and went all the way and went up. It makes no sense. Well, they had their executive producer in place and, and it makes me wonder. They, they must have really felt good about their script for them to put a date in because you got to remember this script has been bouncing around for a while. It's like they've gone through three or four variations so the guys who were working on this script were cleaning up the last one. So they weren't starting over from scratch. And we don't know what that script is about, but uh, they were they were not. They were still going. It was basically for this crew, the uh, the rebooted crew, and um, and it was cleaned up. So they didn't have a big script problem to worry about. Now what we heard, and we'll break into the video a little bit here, but what what we found out was basically insiders during Star Trek Day were like. Yeah, so just so you know, things are not going well. Uh, the director quit. And by the way, the script is not being received very well. So that kind of was the problem. So forget the actors and everything. Like, they don't have a story. And the director's like, well, you ain't got a story. I'm not going to stick around. I got I got work to do. So the studio has big issues here, Brian. They got they got to get their crap together for Star Trek Four. Right, and the, the question is... Who who didn't like the script because they didn't show it to the actors? And often when you're going to mm-hmm. show something to an actor, you, you send them a script. Yeah, the actors don't know anything. You're right. Um, but the, I think it's a studio. I mean, I guess I'll just tell it. So the studio wants a big blockbuster movie. They want to compete with Marvel. They want to compete with the big... They want to make a billion-dollar Star Trek movie. Uh, but... As Chris Pine eloquently says, maybe Star Trek isn't a billion dollar thing. Maybe it should be like a $500 million thing. And let's make Trek, let's make a Star Trek movie for fans who love Star Trek. That's literally what he says. Check out our video. Right. Um, And it's, that's truth. That is truth. So if the studio is like, well, this script isn't going to be big enough or 
where's the you know big laughs where's you know you know i don't know i don't know but it's definitely not what they want and um they want to make a lot of money so what do you do yeah they do they want to make a ton of money and um Everyone wants to make a ton of money. I get that. But you can decrease the budget or whatever and make a, a story that's not like like Discovery. Remember when we talked about every season of Discovery? Galactic ending event. Right. Like you couldn't <clears throat> make a, a contained story. It had to always be a galactic ending event. Right? And every season you're trying to one-up yourselves until you... Until your ship is 997 years into the future, you're dealing with a mystical force that burned out all the dilithium and a species beyond the Great Barrier that accidentally is destroying planets. Like, this is the level you get to when you are constantly trying to one-up your previous season. Yeah, good call. They should do a V'ger script. You know, the actors are older. They've been around for a while now. Remember, TOS did Star Trek, the motion picture. They were older, mm-hmm. right? They should do some sort of a take on V'ger and then fix kind of that whole thing and make it more interesting and not so slow. I mean, good point, because yeah. technically V'ger should be showing up in their time. Should be, yeah. Because like, time, time was changed, but that time that the time that was changed affect the crew. It, w- it wouldn't have affected V'ger. At right, all. and maybe maybe this is an opportunity to tie it to the Borg somehow. Like they could do oh my God, a really so cool good. Star Trek movie. Hey guys, let us write the script. Okay, let oh. us write it. Oh, we can, you can even introduce the Borg via VJ. Right. Yeah. Oh, you you guys, you want to make a billion dollars? That's how you do it. <laughs> yeah. You want to make a billion dollars? Ever. Take yeah, take every Star Trek, uh, the best but best of Trek, and just put it in one movie. I mean, imagine the Borg in a Calvin Universe movie with with all they That'd can do crazy. now. I mean, that would be you can you can finally tie Vija to the Borg way, the way I know not everyone likes that idea, but there are plenty of fans that love that idea. Just so you guys know, so you can actually tie that. You can even leave on like a teaser where like they deal with the Vija situation and like you see like someone's skin with the nanite thing at the very end, and like you can make two movies here. You can make you two could. movies. You could do a lot. And, and it would also lead into something else. You could turn it into like a new trilogy or something. Right. You know, where you pop out three movies. I mean, there's just a lot they can do. There's a lot of stories. There's a lot of Trek stories that can be told um, with different takes on it. The, the cool thing is they need to focus on the characters. See, that's the secret. The characters are what are important. You know, all of the Star Trek movies that are great really focus on the relationship between, you know, Kirk and Spock and McCoy just that whole relationship building. They need to do that. Make us care about the characters again, kind of like they did here. And I know not everybody loves the second Star Trek rebooted movie, but there's some really great elements in it yeah. other than Khan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Jeremy says the, that V'ger should be tied to Discovery's spear data computer. That actually, as much as I hate that so much, it makes sense. And uh, he's also said, no thanks. The Borg only want hugs these days. Archmage Frey, you're right. Except for that's the wrong way to do it. The the Borg, <laughs> right. the Borg should be on the same level as an incoming storm. It should be so terrifying because you are not fighting something that can that that you can fight with your hands. It is a force of nature. They are locust. It should be on that. It should be. They should be terrifying Te- because because on their nose, like on paper, 
That is a terrifying idea. That hundred percent true. Like the Borg, not only overrun everything that they touch, but they are actively now turning your body unwillingly into one of them. It's 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 like it's like if zombies were smart. It's crazy. It's an it's an amazing yeah. idea. You'd and, have to like find a way to like twist time a little bit to make it possible. But there's there's got to be a way with this new timeline to have something have happened that would change that whole element. Yeah, well, with the Vidra thing, so the way they worked it out, I mean, in the movie, they can just have a different outcome where maybe it has a little more of a... Maybe they handled it less with less with the precision of the original crew, precision of the original crew, and more with a blunt inter- instrument, and they solved the problem, but maybe they pissed off the nanites. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Something. John Byrne says, if pitch meeting taught us anything, it's that the studios are good with less... We're taking less money. Studios hate large grossing movies. I mean, coincidentally, that's that is often true. He also said, "Don't they need a new Chekhov's gun?" <laughs> well, of course, you know Chekhov's... the story element, right? Yeah, it's a it's a dramatic principle that states that every element in a story must be necessary and irrelevant element should be removed. Wow! Thank you for the super chats, John. That is fantastic, Thank you, John. All right, well, that's it uh, for that news. Let us know in the comments section what you think about this whole debacle. Are you done with Star Trek Four? Are you you care any more about this universe? Let us know in the comments section. And if you haven't watched the video, uh, go check out that video on the way there. Okay. Yes. Okay. Moving on, boss. Moving on. <clears throat> Moving yeah. On, so boss. we got orville nation in the chat welcome orville nation the chickity chat chat chickity chat nice jeremy schneider's here he's saying listen mushrooms and pizza you know you should like that brian that's not true (laughs) although i do not mind mushrooms with salisbury steak ain't bad uh yeah you okay that's kind of interesting they're not bad together but he says how do grown men not eat mushrooms on their pizza that's a great question because mushrooms the texture of mushrooms is like it's like slimy bread that's why it doesn't make any <laughs> sense uh, that's the last of this case how many have you had now today 12 alright oh this is 12 sorry rock and roll dude uh we're going to the member section right yes are we yeah I think we so. are going to the members section my friends come on in the water is warm and in fact kenneth the rogue just gave us a super chat in the members section for 20 dollars. holy crap ken what? and the message is Thanks, just a little support my man oh man we love you ken thank you dude appreciate it. let me tell you something you guys are super chatting us all the time. John, Ken, you know, everybody who super chats us. Listen, we appreciate every penny. We know it's not easy. These are your hard earned dollars and we put it to good use. So yes. trust me, if you're members uh, and even if you're not, we're going to bring you the best content we can every single time. Speaking of John Burns with a parting super chat here, actor who played Chekhov passed away. That's very true, actually. Guys, come into um, if you are our member or if you want to be a member, whatever. Do not leave us. Come on in to uh, the members section. We are going to be talking about Ezra Miller's delusional 
Messiah Complex and his compound. <laughs> All great things to talk about. Star Trek needs to be more like Star Wars, according to some uh, <clears throat> people. And Grace went Randolph and her eventual coming around to the fact that Superman will definitely be in Black Adam. And, and one course, more thing. And of course, two more things. No. The, the Indiana Jones trailer footage. Yes, we're going to show you. Nobody's seen it. I would love to show you guys here, but we'll get removed. I can show you the member section. And we're going to be also covering, finally covering uh, the last episode of She-Hulk, which is hilariously uh, unimportant. So that should be quick. At this point, (laughs) our reviews are going to be like three minutes long. (laughs) The show is only four and a half, so it's impossible for it to be longer. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Okay. Rock and roll. Oh, uh, Shane, oh, uh, let me tell everyone here. So um, if you got a message, if you got a message on our last Prime video that you won something, that wasn't real. That's some scam uh, web, some scam channel. They literally made made a channel called The Underscore Popcast. They used our logo and they hit that video with multiple, multiple comments telling people that they won something and to go to some telegram website don't go to that website that's not us don't click on any link we've already banned them that account will not be doing that again and we've already reported it to youtube but if you did click on one of those links and something bad happened i'm truly sorry um there's no way for me to have uh, seen that coming but we will never ask you in a comment other than the pinned comment to click a link our pinned comments are from us. If those have links, go for it. Any other comment, we're never going to be like, click this link. We will never do that. Never. It's never, just never, too never. dangerous. Yeah, so, and, and plus, you guys got to remember that uh, this is like the new way for people to attack people on YouTube and try to steal. Like, well, we did the the rant thing about, um, and I don't know if Ruben wants you to show his name, but. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Um, but for out. real, like. Uh, we just talked about the, the, the robocalls. Well, this on YouTube is another way. They try to get people to go to a WhatsApp. They're trying to steal your stuff. Right. So if it's not, if you don't feel 100% that it's coming from us and it will only ever be in the pinned comment, we will ever give you a link or in the drop down. You know that's us. Otherwise, don't click on nothing else. Right. We are happy to do when we do. And it sucks because we do giveaways sometimes and we do give away prizes. And uh, it breaks. We do not want people to get hurt. So please just only click on stuff that's from us. And as soon as we see something like that, we'll be deleting it. <laughs> David, none. You trying to get me in trouble, dog? <laughs> Come on, man. What's that? <laughs> He's trying to get me in trouble. Um, yeah. Ooh. So just so you guys know, the description or the pinned comment, any other place ain't us. It's not us. Yeah. Sorry. Let me speak with like, like I understand the human the English language. It is not us. Um, okay. That said though, if you did get scammed or whatever, like let us know. We can add that to our report to YouTube and maybe, you know, help you out. All right, guys, we're going to the members section. Mm-hmm. Again, the link is in the description. Also, you can go to popcast.co slash join and it will forward you. And when I end this stream, it's gonna automatically take you there whether you're a member or not. So if you are a member, come on over. If you're not then hopefully you can be. If not, then we will see you next week. We love you so much. Absolutely. Thank you for coming here. Thanks for supporting us. You're amazing. Yeah. 
And if you're watching this later, you can still catch all the members content is always there for the members. So like, it's not like you got to come live in order to see the member stuff. So feel free to come over and you can still watch that recorded. Thank you guys. Please come next week, next Thursday, every two o'clock. Hopefully we're bringing good stuff. If you have any suggestions, send them to Brian and I, we can do it in discord anywhere. Yeah, that's, that's actually a good point. Um, Other people do this and I guess let's bring it up real quick. If you have news topics that you would actually like to talk about on the show, then either Twitter or discord hit those places up um, and just, you know, at one of us and be like, did you guys hear about this or what about this or this show or whatever? And um, more than likely we'll include it because to be real, it takes us a long time trying to find news articles that we think is cool. So if you, if you guys have good ideas, send them over. <laughs> well, and, and we want to talk about stuff that you guys want to talk about and that right. you want to hear. I mean, this isn't about us, you know, so. All right. <clears throat> yeah. Someone else. Oh, the- Someone else we, in Discord is also talking about the same thing. So someone... Uh, that's yeah. a bummer. Archmage Frey, no and or review. We're going to and or review tomorrow morning. We tried to do it this morning, uh, but we just had too much going on with the new video coming out. And uh, so we weren't able to get it in. So we're going to review it tomorrow morning on the member section, along with uh, the Rings of Power and probably one other thing. So tomorrow's member section reviews are going to be jam-packed fun yeah okay we're leaving come on over guys love you so much see you in the members section see you guys there all right thanks from david nunya you gonna show your member in the member section <laughs> <laughs> he's so funny man thanks david there we have a bunch of funny people i yeah. mean it's we got every group here you know, they're all great guys. I have 42 giant freaking robot scoops you can talk about. <laughs> that was not cool, man. You know how we feel about that. That's so funny, though. It's like, like, oh, you guys got to talk about this thing. You should you should send it. You should ask us if we're going to talk about like, oh, the new Stargate show. And then like. When we're like all about it, send us the link to Giant Freaking Robot and just watch Shane's head explode. <laughs> <laughs> you sh- yeah, I, you know it's funny. I think we're we probably sometimes give them too much. Probably shouldn't even talk about them. But we shouldn't the fact that that they're like I think what drives me crazy about it is that they're they're fooling people, and I really just I hate I hate liars and I hate charlatans that make money off of other people's you know, bad, you know, th- bad things that happen to other people. I hate that. Yeah. I and consider so doing like a weekly segment called like this weekend, fake news. <laughs> and like <laughs> just cover giant freaking robot fake news of the week. And we got this covered or whatever, you know? Yeah. This yeah. weekend, fake news. Apparently the queen of England is a cyborg. <laughs> <laughs> that is not true. Don't read that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Ready? Ready as I'll ever be. Yeah. All right. We're talking about Ezra Miller, a.k.a. The Flash, a.k.a. The Messiah. He has a very interesting and delusional personality. And we got an inside look from Vanity Fair of this man's, in his words... 
compound. And that is the first like red flag for me. Like the second you call something a compound. Mm. Yeah. Waco, Texas was a compound. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thing that happened to Waco. What about Jim, jo- Jim Jones? Right. It was a, it was a compound. It was a compound. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Listen, if, every, if, 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 if anyone ever goes, listen, I have this really good business idea. Come to my compound. or or even this i've got free food come to my compound like just go run the other way you should assume that what they really mean is i have your family tied up in my compound (laughs) that's that's what they mean call the police yeah compounds are yeah would you like to come worship at my compound (laughs) yeah that's and so i always wondered like like who how do people become these these uh, cult leaders, like what kind of personality must you have? Like you must really want like people to love you. So actors actually probably are the most susceptible to being cult leaders. Yeah. Right. Because they want to be loved. Right. Otherwise you don't do this. You, you don't become an actor unless you want people to go, wow, look at that guy. Right. Or gal, whatever. So yeah. Yeah. Look go at um, uh, the guy that played the Joker in suicide squad. Like, um, um, I forget his name right now, but he has like an island. Jared Leto. Jared Leto, thank you. Jared Leto has like an island. He was also in um, uh, that band Mars. It's Mars something. Who cares? He has an island where he walks around in like white robes and he prays with people and he calls it like a wellness retreat, but it's not. He's a he's <laughs> he has a cult. <laughs> Well, he he looks a little like Jesus, and I think that went to his head, if I'm being real honest. Everyone everyone knows that the man is running a cult, and no one really cares that much. Mm. And I don't care what you call it. It's an island for your members, <laughs> and they worship Just you. Just like here. Welcome to the PopCast compound. <laughs> oh, wait. Orville Nation called it out. When do we get a tour of the PopCast compound? <laughs> You're here. <laughs> <laughs> Would don't you, drink the kool-aid oh my god it wasn't cool guys it wasn't kool-aid stop knocking down kool-aid okay it was purple drink it was the <laughs> off brand of kool-aid oh god i got it, got it um you know what the funniest thing and it's not funny that people died but the funny thing about that whole thing the jim jones jim jamestown whatever it was called um there was an actual like politician that went down to that place because there was reports that it was like nutty, right? Yeah. And this politician was like, I'm going to go down there and we're going to make sure that everyone's cool. And like, oh, that's a good thing for a politician to do. Like, oh, good job, man. Like, you're not just trying to get elected. Like, you're actually like worried about people. That's well, what an amazing idea. Yeah. And he goes down there. And part of it was, you know, press. He wants good press. And he goes down there and everyone's like, it's great here. We love it. <laughs> Look at all the food. They trade us very well. <laughs> and and this guy's like, oh, it looks like everything everyone's really digging it here, you know? And like, oh yes, I am so happy. And they're about to leave. And when they're about to leave, like 30 people are trying to get in his helicopter. Like, please take me with you. <laughs> he's like that was the sign and then like the 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 real crazy stands uh show up with guns and just like start killing politicians and you're like oh oh 
<laughs> we should have been paying attention to this a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. This was, uh, it was in Guyana. That's where it was at. Yeah. Jonestown. Jonestown. Ah, so anyways. So Ezra great. Miller, uh, another thing that this, this article brought up, and it's really important to me because it validates me. He said that, I'm sorry. Yes, Ezra Miller said, Ezra Miller's friends, like his close friends, basically were like, um, he doesn't really care about the pronoun thing. That's just, you know, he, he uses that to troll people and they don't, ah. they don't use his pronouns. And so when I'm like, oh, I'm so glad because I have never gotten Ezra Miller's pronouns correctly. And I think Ezra Miller is one of those activists who is an activist for the sake of getting attention and not actually being what he says he is. So in reality, he's actually like, if he's, if you are, if you really do care about like the non-binary movement or that community, Ezra Miller is the wrong person to hang, to hang your hat on because he's just a selfish, entitled kid that is utilizing your community to further troll people in the media and just to be a general bad person. Cause he is a, it, after reading this article, I have, he's not just crazy. He's also a bad person. Yeah, that's, 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 that's good. That's a good take from this. Right. So he, he did tell uh, people, uh, he, he would verbally and emotionally abuse people and say, I am Jesus and the devil. <laughs> Hey guys, red flag. Run. 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 First red flag is going into his compound. Second red flag, he's <laughs> Jesus. Third red flag, he's the devil. Yes, yeah. All right. Uh, when the police empty Miller's pockets, they find a styrofoam nerf bullet and place him in a plastic bag, along with the single accessory linking to the person in cuffs to the movie that their acclaimed career, as well as 200 million of Warner Brothers money. (laughs) (laughs) This writing is like so good. It led you down this path. (laughs) Uh, Miller says, the flash ring means a lot to me. It's very valuable. And you know what's funny? It's like, I can just imagine David Zaslav like, Okay, company man. Let's keep him on payroll. <laughs> oh, oh my he, God. All right. I love that he claimed to be accosted by a Nazi and has evidence. <laughs> All right. Sure. It's crazy, man. This guy's crazy. The, e- the, the easiest way to get someone on your side in, this, on, in social media is just to say that a Nazi uh, accosted you. And like, like, uh, what's that guy? What is his name? Um, oh man, the guy from um, <laughs> I gotta look it up. But there was a guy who was like, I was accosted by two Nazis, and they said, "This is MAGA country," and they. Oh, that was the the Jesse Smollett. Oh, Jesse, Jesse Smollett. Yeah, thank you. Juicy Smollett. That's Juicy it, yeah. Smollett. Talk about a hard name. Like who? Um, he was like, <laughs> I was accosted by at three in the morning in in. <laughs> Chicago <laughs> by two Nazis and they said this is MAGA, MAGA country and you're like so many problems with this statement first off Chicago's not MAGA country <laughs> it's not MAGA country <laughs> if you've ever been there it's no MAGA people and like the the video footage shows like two African American guys 
you know? And you're like, yeah. and no one accosted. They just like gently gave him the news. <laughs> yeah. The guys were like from, for like literally from Africa, like not yeah. even, not even African-American, they're like Africans. No, no, right? yeah, they weren't African-Americans. They were Africans. Right. They were right. like extras on, on the set. And, yeah, and they were like so confused, like, oh my gosh, you know, the, the poor. I felt bad for him. I felt they bad for him too me. because you had this like you know wealthy, famous celebrity who's like, yeah, I got a job for you, and you're like, oh okay, what do you want me to do? I want you to fake. I want you to fake that. Put a noose around my neck. <laughs> yeah, he's like, ah, my neck. what? What's hey, going on here? What? <laughs> yeah. So, and here's the problem with that. So, because that guy knew exactly what to say, the second he said Nazis accosted me or whatever or MAGA people, or whatever, the media ran with it. Everyone believed him immediately, and everyone around him was there. was like, hey, guys, something, something's not right, right about this. The police chief, who was African-American, was like, no, nah, he's lying. <laughs> like, this is, everything, is, yeah. everything he's saying right now is not real. Yeah, and, we got gangbangers, and we can thug people out here, but there's no MAGA thing going on here yet. Yeah, everyone that you know that that looked at it for more than five minutes knew that the guy was totally, completely making it up. Yeah, and and uh, but months went by before they finally figured out how, that he you know, figured out or at least admitted. It was almost like they waited for the news to die down so they wouldn't look like idiots, right. and then they and they arrested the dude. You know. Anyways, back to Ezra Miller. He has a compound. He's getting arrested with his flash ring. Um, he also had to file in tribal court in North Dakota. I'm sorry. I'm, he got a protection order issued against him in North Dakota by Chase Iron Eyes. Right. <laughs> and his wife said, this is... This, Everything These are Indian them. people. I These know. are Native Americans. But when you when yeah. you read this, like the two hundred million dollar comment, it, it, it's like, <laughs> is this real? Is this giant freaking robot? No, it's variety. It's Vanity Fair. And it's his, a comic book. And his wife Sarah Jumping Eagle, on behalf of their eighteen year old Dakota Iron, Iron Eyes, who goes by Gibson, because when Iron Eyes was twelve years old, uh, indigenous. A non-binary indigenous act- activist Ezra Miller met with Iron Eyes and apparently started grooming. And I'm not going to say girl, but I'm going to say person because I think that she's also non-binary. He, they are also non-binary or transgender, right? Because I think there's a difference. I don't know. Um, so yeah. it goes on. It goes on, and it's it's so weird because you have this. They they talk about the compound, and you can go read the article. And now he has like guns everywhere and his lawyers are like, don't worry, all the guns are legal. Like, that's not really the problem. Like, we're not. <laughs> it wasn't the gun. We're not. Yeah. We're not like, oh, hey, he has 387 AK-47s. Wait a minute. Are they all legally purchased? We're not worried about that. <laughs> no one needs 347 AK-47s. Um, well said. So. They're, they're, all the statements are like mixed up. His lawyers are talking about how his compound is 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 like a wellness thing, and that they that the guns were legally, legally purchased, and like they're like they're trying to justify the wrong things. Everything else about it, aside from their statements, is the problem. And it goes on with Warner Brothers saying the same thing, like, um, you know, Ezra was in a very intense crisis. He's getting help. We heard the Flash movie is going to be really great. We're like, 
We didn't ask about the Flash movie. <laughs> we, we didn't ask about that. We're asking, what, what's your plan to do with Ezra? And they're like, um, it looks like he's working on himself. Don't forget to see the Flash movie next year. And they're like, what? That's how you answer things when you don't want to answer things. Right. He also said, I hope Ezra finds the light that they shine so brightly because the kid I met was a remarkable person. You're like, okay, that's a reasonable, that's reasonably to say, right, from Johnny Depp. But the majority of this guy's, this person. I wish you could see the image. I wish you could see the image in here. You have images disabled, right? Yes. Should I There's turn? an image of Ezra in here that is just like, I really I'll, need to see it. I'll turn the images on for you guys this one time. Yeah, because frankly speaking, this image, I would be in an immediate defensive stance. And uh, and I'd be con- seriously concerned about what was going to happen next. <laughs> really? Yes. All right. Yes, there. This yeah, keep keep going. Uh, I'm not seeing another. Image. I guess it takes time to pop up, or what? <laughs> yes, that one. So anytime that guy is like looking at you, and he's got like a little sword thing. He has a like- sword. <laughs> he's out on the street with a sword, guys. Like, come on. I'm I'm concerned. If you keep scrolling down, it becomes even more concerning. Yes, yes. I don't know what's going on. Everything here. about this makes no sense. Um. All right, and so, there's the compound behind him, which which makes you nervous. <laughs> All right, so on it, you know, uh, there was this title that was like, "Complete Chaos," and it said, "The house in Vermont contains an altar that's home to bullets, weed, sage, and flash figurines." And right now, I'm like David Zaslav doing this. Oh, good company man. This guy's really flash ring. Flash figurines. He's, good. He's, as he's getting arrested, he's promoting the film. All right, great. I'm, I'm loving this. Yeah, yeah. Miller says a source recently demanded that Susan Sarandon come to pay tribute to their altar because she didn't invite them to a dinner party. Okay, yeah. What the actual <laughs> F is going on right now? <laughs> I don't Susan Sarandon didn't didn't do what she was supposed to do. Look out, Susan. All I'm going to say is if cult leaders are looking for you, yeah. just look out. Now, right, careful. Wait for this. Ready? The first time. Keyword. First time. <laughs> the first time. Miller was accused of choking a stranger in. And I can't say this word. Okay. <laughs> The incident was dismissed as a drunken altercation. But the second incident, the second incident, she's was filmed and went viral in 2020. Oh, it's Reykjavik, by the way, Iceland. Thank you. David Zazel's like, wait, is he wearing the flash ring in that video? Is, is he a company man still? Um, Variety reported that the trouble <laughs> began when a woman in a bar joked about fighting Miller. The actor <laughs> reacted so aggressively, putting their hands, this is when like pronouns get hard because like putting their hands like I start thinking that there's two people doing it because that's a that word traditionally <clears throat> means plural you know yes putting Ezra's hands around the woman's neck and pushing her to the ground now the bartender said he looked he locked Miller out later Miller's associate says she overheard the actor on a call with Warner Brothers David's like hey man listen don't forget to wear the flash ring. <laughs> claiming Did he have the helmet on, right? Was the mask on. Claim, he was claiming to be the injured party. It was Warner Brothers listening and Muir Miller spewing his poor me speech on the one who was hated on. So you have this almost thirty-year-old who is a partier telling Warner Brothers that he was the victim. 
Miller's rep says the actor was baited by a group of teens. Okay, first off, <clears throat> God, his reps are so. I don't know if they're dumb or they're overwhelmed or what. It's like I every every time they they talk about Miller's reps, I picture that they, like the un, the the uncle lawyer from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Like, hey, um, I'm here to represent my 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 nephew. Um. Do my hands look big? And you're like, what? Like, it, 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 it just seems like they're out of their depth because they're dealing with mm. someone who is impossible to deal with. Right, yeah. And Miller said the actor was baited by a group of teens about their mixed martial arts skills. What is happening? <laughs> mixed martial arts skills. She claimed <laughs> that choking was not a choking, but a spontaneous reaction reaction during which the actor went at her collarbone what what do you are you did you read what you wrote to the press before sending that email well because the really when they say miller's representatives it's really just miller <laughs> like it's not he has no representatives bro he's just saying yeah miller's representative it's him so what you're saying is a group of teens or were them, mocking whatever. him about their their elite martial mixed martial arts skills and Ezra Miller decided to grapple with with a woman from the teenage group and while he was grappling her to show him that he's a better mixed martial artist he uh reacted you know by instinct because he's such a good fighter and accidentally <laughs> choked her okay it sounds like a teenager is writing this I would argue mentally he might be one. So here we go. We're continuing here. And this is the crazy part. I'm going to stop this pretty soon because we're 18 minutes in and we're only a third down the page. We're one third down the page. I think we've painted the crazy picture. Wait, wait, wait. One, one more. One more. This is, it gets better. Three people, including two have known, who have known Miller for over a decade, believe the outbursts in Iceland were partially kindled by the emotional stress of the actor's parents' divorce in 2019. Apparently, this adult's, adult's parents got divorced and he lost his mind. Well, he's an, he's an adult. He pays taxes. All right. Maybe. <laughs> we don't know. Maybe we're going to find out he doesn't do that either. Right. I guess, I guess you're probably right. Um, all right. When Iceland, when in while in Iceland, Miller was accompanied by Jasper Youngbear. What is these names? <laughs> a fifty-five-year-old North Dakota medicine man. The <laughs> the actor oh. hired <laughs> as a spiritual advisor. <laughs> Youngbear, bro. Youngbear seems to have stoked Miller's outsized vision of himself. Miller hired a 55-year-old medicine man named Young Bear. <laughs> when, when, when is the the Netflix documentary going to come out about Mr. Miller? Yeah, um, no, that's a good point, yeah. But you got to admit, if he's paying for it, I mean, there's people living on reservations that don't have very much money. That's true. Listen, so, by the way, I'm not, even, I'm not even mad at Jasper. Jasper, you get paid, bro. But he said Miller was the movement. And he is the next Messiah, and that the Freemasons were sending demons to kill him. <laughs> oh, Are you guys God. hearing this? 
No, the, I heard it. Yeah. The rest of the interview, per the writer, was less a conversation than a string of sermons. That sounds like that's yeah. He's he needs he needs mental help. He's got a mental issue, bro. Yeah. I mean, it's almost kind of maybe it's not even funny. Maybe it's sad. It could be like. Like he's got real mental problems. I, I do. I would love to feel bad for him, but this article also goes on to talk about how, in front of people, he would call people that worked on like the Flash movie and you know regular people and fire them, and then leave them on the phone as they were freaking out and laugh. So the guy wow. might have mental problems, but he's also a he's a straight up supervillain. Yeah, he's a supervillain. Case yeah, in point, one of these comments. We got there, and there was a big bow and arrow cocked on the floor facing the door, and Ezra was lying face down on the floor. Like, he's not, he's not just hurting himself. Like, he's, he is kidnapping children, grooming, grooming them, and teaching them how to be, like, non-binary or whatever. And additionally, children, additionally, willy-nilly getting his rocks off at other people's pain on live streams like the guy is mental ch- mentally challenged or not he's a monster he has he has more than just oh he has personal personality problems he is literally a bad guy like he is the bad guy interesting and i want to watch a flash movie and like not see all this when we're watching it i i, I, I don't, i'm gonna like, watch it's it it's gonna be hard i'm gonna try to disconnect disconnect myself from and every time they bring up Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers uh, somehow they somehow inject the Flash movie into the conversation. It's it is comical. It's like us. Like everything this entire article is like a roller coaster Saturday Night Live parody before Saturday Night Live was unfunny. It's like it's like a non-stop roller coaster of Crazy Town. And then you get to the adults, and all the adults want to do is profit on this guy's life. Every yeah, one of them. That's a good point. From from Warner Brothers to Jasper uh, Talking Bear or whatever, you know, like they're all just trying to get money out of Miller. Mm. And the guys, and he's and he has gotten to the point where he's officially the villain. It's it's nutty. We're gonna wrap this up because this is a twenty minute, twenty two minute video now. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Well, just real quick, we got to talk about the the whole point, which was the the compound. Oh, I, I forgot right. it. I, I'm only halfway <laughs> down the article. Go ahead. So, but there's this interesting thing here where this person named Anna was doing an Instagram live stream from Miller's farm compound <laughs> farm in uh, Vermont. That's where it's at. Uh, and she and others in this in this strange caravan, they've all joined Miller and this farm. Uh, they had been the subject of social media attacks, and she wanted to tell her side of the story. And uh, she said, Ezra effing saved my life, she said. She's, she'd been stripping to pay the bills and had started an OnlyFans account. And she hadn't even had enough money to buy diapers, she added. Now you all want to call Ezra a cult leader, she added. But before she could go on, a small voice off in the distance chimed in, Mom? So... <laughs> There's like, there's like kids. It's so horrible. I'm, I don't like, want. I don't want to laugh. I feel bad for laughing. No, but I'm saying like this is cult. Like it's a cult. That, it's a cult. That is what cults. Right. That's how it happens. You know what we need to see? We need to see Ezra Miller and Jared Leto. Te- Jared Leto team up, and they could buy an island together. 
the Dude, Joker Jared and Leto. the Flash, the two DCEU villains. <laughs> <clears throat> Think about Jared how great Leto would be like. No, he's too crazy for me. I mean, he'd be like, I'm a cult, but like, he's a cult. Jay Leto's like, uh, guys, I'm just trying to steal their money and play play on my guitar. I'm not. <laughs> I don't want to actually hurt anybody. What's wrong with you, bro? What, what's going on here? Oh, so that's it. That's hit that comment section on the way there. Please hit the subscribe, the subscribe button, and you know, hit the like button too. Why not? But in the comment section, the I would like I would like to I would like to pose a question and would like that question to be answered by you lovely commenters. Ready? Will you watch The Flash the same way? Do you a not care about any of this and the, it will not change your opinion of the Flash movie, or b has all of this pretty much ruined the Flash movie for you? Let us know in the comment section. B for me, I think maybe. We'll see. We'll put a link to this article, I think, in the in the. Oh yeah, well. yeah. We don't we don't always put the links to the articles, but like this this is so long, like it's basically a book. I almost, <laughs> I legitimately almost want to like make this and do like a paperback that I can display. This might be the one of the funniest articles I have ever read, and every minute of this is factual. It's it's crazy. Yeah. This this yeah. is a fantastic. Who wrote this? I gotta get props in before we leave. As long as you put the picture of of Ezra with the sword, like <laughs> picture on the cover, it'll be the cover. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. In fact, Thanks. you know, I might, <clears throat> I might contact <clears throat> Julie Miller, who wrote this, and, and ask her if she would like to be published by the podcast on our on our Amazon store. I'm about to put this up. Um, uh, <clears throat> Julie Miller of- is the writer. Sorry. Okay. Couple of great comments here. When do we get a tour of the Popcast compound? Thanks, Orville Nation. Um, yeah, it'll have to be Brian's house because he's got better a better compound going on than I am. Actually, yeah, um, I only have one rule: um, when you come into my uh, domicile, you cannot wear underwear. <laughs> you could you can wear shorts though or pants. No, it's, it's completely fine, but no underwear. Also, um, <laughs> your you must- socks must be inside out. You must, yes, turn your socks inside out and you must address me as Ezra Big Bear. (laughs) Or your highness. (laughs) Or your highness. Uh, (laughs) Or your highness. Super chat from Orville Nation, $5. Thank you so much, Orville Nation. It says, kudos to Martin Giro for being very respectful to the original Quantum Leap. This begins to feel like a love letter to the original Quantum Leap. Scott will be Bacula. I love that. I love that. Ete's right. Uh, if you're watching Quantum Leap and they are being super respectful, it's, I hate to say it, outside of House of the Dragon, and there might be some competition there. Uh, I think Quantum Leap's probably the best thing on television right now. Yeah, I was going to tell you that. I didn't want to, I didn't want to say that to you. And like, it's like, it's like when I tell Shane my like initial opinion of something that he hasn't watched. Like it changes mm. his opinion of it, so I was purposely not gonna say anything until after you've seen it. But yeah. I was gonna tell, I wanted to tell you that before you had watched uh, Quantum Leap and be like, I think this is better than House of the Dragon. Like, yeah, well, it's definitely more sci-fi, like we like. Um, and House of the Dragon is a little bit soap opery until you, even, but we got dragons, so it's okay. But I will say that they are like lining up the story to like get us to to wherever Doctor. Um, Beckett leapt to like they're trying to find Dr. Beckett guys. 
I mean, like the story is about continuing old quantum leap. So thank you for that super chat, TJ. What are you laughing at, man? <laughs> the, the John Byrne super chat. Okay, was, so she, was she a great back? Was she? Well, no, right. Here you go, John. Was she a great big fat woman? <laughs> what? I, I know the reference. That's why. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. Oh, it's Buffalo Bill Silence of the Lambs. Yes. Was she, was she a great big fat woman? <laughs> Puts the lotion on the skin. Am I, am I doing the accent right? Again. Was she a great big fat woman? <laughs> yeah, he, was, he played a weirdo. I got to tell you, he was... That actor, I, I, I lost his name here, but he is fantastic. Uh, another super chat from Orville Nation here. When is our Popcast Wellness Retreat? <laughs> It'll be at the compound next month. So, Bring your inside-out socks. And your great, <laughs> and your and your, and your great big fat woman. Art made great. I mean, Jim Carrey basically said he'd be that kind of psycho person if he didn't have art and acting to prevent it. Hmm. So he got... So Ezra Miller, what would Ezra Miller be if he wasn't an actor then? Would he just be like Jeffrey Dahmer? <laughs> no, he'd be in like the local institution, bro. Like, he'd just be like like banging animals at a zoo and like <laughs> like doing crazy cannibalistic stuff. Like, dude, I mean. Yeah, Jim Carrey's not a good one to talk. Like he had a wife that supported him the whole time he was struggling. And then right when he makes it big and gets like a million bucks, he's like, I want a divorce. Like, oh, so, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, he yeah. He, he's been trying to make amends for years, but yeah, he really messed up there. Uh, John Burns also said, not working, watching the Flash movie, not ruined by the, not ruined by this. So he's not watching mm. it and he's not ruined by it. Okay. All right. He also says, compound is the van with the guy handing out candy, but for adults. <laughs> I like it. Um, yeah, these are uh, cannabis candies. Um, listen. <laughs> If you if you get the gummy bears, don't eat a whole gummy bear. Just eat like the ear of the gummy bear because if you eat the whole one, you might die. <laughs> I don't know, that was my my buddy was talking about how he picks up like weed cookies and he mm. can only eat like half a weed cookie because it messes him up. I'm like, Jason, bro, are we at the point where maybe we've gone too far? <laughs> If you buy a dozen cookies and you can't eat a whole cookie without fear of dying, yeah, we've gone too far. <laughs> it's too strong, right? Well, why? Yeah, why did you buy twelve of them? <laughs> they come in a dozen. <laughs> Maybe it shouldn't. Maybe at that point it's called poison. <laughs> speaking of of being. Uh, uh, alcohol or speaking of being alternately connected, Jeremy Schneider says, uh, man, I've been home an hour and already half drunk time to get a shower and slow down, slow down. He's got a bunch of like message retracted because he probably doesn't trust what he's saying. We love you, Jerry. I love this. How do you cock a bow and arrow? <laughs> and leave it on the floor. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. I'm telling you guys got to read that article. There are so many things that make absolute zero they're not even zero sense negative sense you're like are, yeah. are you purposely you, telling me the wrong thing you could you could cock a crossbow like That's if true. it was a crossbow you could yeah. right but not a bow and arrow but not a bow and arrow and it's interesting that we're talking about bow and arrows and literally have like native americans in this story as well i mean i'm just saying 
Yeah, no, so. Ezra Miller is clearly a fan of like the Native American. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Seth Green was a part of uh, got the part of Chris Griffin by quoting Buffalo Bill. Oh, really? <laughs> was she a great big fat woman? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. Uh, let's move on to the next thing. Wow, how do we? How do you like beat this one? <laughs> if you eat the whole, this, if like... you eat the whole box, you might see God, and of course, I mean Ezra Big Bear <laughs> <laughs> or the devil. One of the two, dude. You know what? We need we need to get Archmage Frey and um, David Nonya to do like a weekly segment where they just riff on each other the whole time. <laughs> That could be entertaining. Yeah. I don't even know how we go to the Star Star Trek thing after that. I'm like, I'm like so burnt down now. <laughs> All right, let's talk about. We're talking about Star Trek needing to learn from Star Wars. Wait a minute. Someone at Trekcent. Someone. No, no, no. It must be a Star Wars fan that said that, bro. No, no, no. Yeah. Well, see, I thought that. Oh. They said Star Trek needs to learn from Star Wars, but no, no. This is Trek Central. <laughs> Trek Central said what? Star Trek needs to learn from Star Wars, and I'm sorry, this is this is required. What you've just said <laughs> is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room... <laughs> is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points. <laughs> and may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> yes, this is uh, Trek Central. And it's, uh, and no offense, like, like, like for real, like no offense to uh, Captain Jack here. Um, but we obviously disagree. So, Shane, tell me what's going. On. Tell me what's going on in this article, man. Well, basically, they talk about uh, you know they're saying basically that this is a golden age of of science fiction. I wouldn't exactly say that. We are getting a lot of science fiction, but I wouldn't say it's necessarily a golden age of it because just because you have a lot of it doesn't mean it's good. Plus, plus, we already passed the golden age. We can't have a second golden age. The golden er age. <laughs> the more golden age. The more golden age. <laughs> uh, but so they're, they're basically questioning, said, is Paramount uh, making use of the Star Trek universe properly? Um, and maybe it's time that Star Trek needs to learn from Star Wars, is what they're saying here. Uh, the Star Wars franchise is surging forward with brand new shows, merchandise, theme park rides, and more. You've got to tip your hat to Disney on occasion. So let's first address this. Star Trek doesn't learn from Star Wars. Star Wars literally is owned by the giant, the biggest entertainment corporation in the world. So they automatically get all these bennies. It's not like Paramount can be like, hey, guys, do we own a theme park? Yeah, they don't. Uh, or, hey, guys, can we do a No, they're Paramount. They literally are. They're, they're like the bottom of the rung of their right. corporation. And to be fair, they did that. Do you, do you not remember the Star Trek experience in Vegas? Yeah, I the, know. But... The Star Trek ride at Universe. They've done they've done multiple Star Trek things that stayed for a long time and then eventually ran out of steam and was and was removed. 
but they're right in the sense that we do need to take it to the next level. But that means Paramount is going to have to, uh, you know, partner with somebody. And since they took away the uh, we're not even getting the the conventions anymore because they right. said, no, 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 they cut their deal. But then on top of that, Paramount doesn't even go start their own convention. So we still yeah. don't have an official Star Trek convention. We get Star Trek Day where you got a DJ going. I mean, literally, the DJ is like nobody shows up. Like Shane's not Shane's not using his mouth to represent to represent a a a record. That's literally what it was. He was using his mouth to make music. You're like, what? What? Star Trek Day. We don't get a convention. We get Star Trek Day, and it's more like Star Trek Hour and a Half. And then the other three hours that it's around, it's Star Trek Afternoon, and it's an hour and a half of Star Trek content, and three hours of just absolute crazy nonsense. Right. So it's not that Trek Central's wrong in the fact that Star Trek is not doing enough, or or they could be doing more and better. But I would just argue that I would argue that it's not really fair to compare the two if that's where you're going with it, you know. Um, Star Trek is doing a ton of new shows, just like Star Wars is. And let me tell you something. Star Wars isn't succeeding in all their new shows. No. In fact, so, I, would, I would argue most of their new shows aren't aren't successful. The Mandalorian's great. Uh, right. Andor might be able to be good if they would stop talking about Nancy Pelosi. And uh, I mean, so but but there's a lot of the shows that that aren't necessarily great right now. And of course, the movies aren't. So they're asking here, should Paramount do something similar for Star Trek? Should they do this other stuff? Yes, if they could afford to, yes, they should have something. If they could get a deal with somebody here, you know, they call out and say basically that Terry Metalis and Dave Blass, they're talking, you know, they're out there communicating with fans, but really nobody else is. That's correct as well. So, yeah, got um, a good point. We would like to see more behind the scenes stuff. Um, yeah, so I, would argue, I would argue they yeah. sort of did that with the Ready Room too, though. Well, Ready Room is is good. It feels like I mean, a YouTube it is. show. You know, yeah, but it is a look at what's happening with the shows behind the scenes. It is a talk to the people. I mean, it as much as we make fun of it because of Will Wheaton, um, it is good for learning about what's going on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know? yeah. We're not Will Wheaton fans, but the Ready Room, It's I would definitely rather there be a Ready Room than not. Than not, right, exactly. I, I do feel like it, it can have a bigger budget, though. It's, it's literally... Like I probably have the same camera in a room with a green screen. Like not that special. Yeah, but and, and well, here's the thing: is like you got to remember, Disney like has more money in their little pinky than than Paramount does altogether. Yeah, Disney like, Disney lost more money in people throwing things away at Disneyland than what Paramount <laughs> has for the entire budget of Star Trek. But like the change that people lose sitting down at Disney is like more than like what Paramount has for a budget for Star Trek. Yeah. Uh, so you got to look at it like that. So, I mean, they're really talking more less about how it's made. They're not talking about the shows being better and all that good stuff. They're really talking about how um, how the platform's treated, you know, um, the type of marketing they do. So I think mostly in these type of I kind of agree with what they're saying, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I just wouldn't say that Star Trek is doing it per- or Star Wars is doing it perfectly. Right. I would argue that. I would argue that really nobody's doing it right right now. Um, yeah, so so Disney or Star Wars is doing like everything, doing as much as they can, right? 
Um, right. But the quality of all, of of all this is is just not great. It's not great. And yeah. I, I like this behind the scenes stuff. And they do that. By the way, they do that for Marvel too. Disney is very good at like um, triple dipping on their content. Like when they make a Marvel TV show, there's also like the making of that and like behind the scenes this and like they have a lot of content coming out. And sometimes the content is about the content, which is about the content. It's an inception right. of content. And that would be nice for Star Trek. However, because they're putting so much stuff out, the quality at honestly, the Star Wars quality is massively suffering. It's massive. No, I, I think you're right. Yeah, they say something really good here. Um, that actually it says it talks about um, maybe Paramount is not up with the times and the changing times with social media and stuff. For example, you know, take YouTube creators, you know, content creators. The video platform allows those who wish to create unique content to upload and share it with the world. But being a Star Trek content creator is exceptionally difficult, as we well know. I mean, we got a strike for lives for actually doing star trek day you know we we did star trek day so we could cover it for everybody and uh and we got a strike for that which you know paramount should be like yes more people talking about star trek sharing star trek is the better for star trek yeah 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 that's what here let's let's Mm -hmm. let's then compare that to disney our our d23 um content got a content claim but when i looked at the content claim um, it was for tracking purposes only. They weren't sharing revenue. And when I disputed the claim, they immediately removed it. So the the difference, the D23 footage we showed got a a the most benign possible claim as in they were tracking the fact that you were using the footage. Meanwhile, the Star Trek day got a hard strike to the channel and removed everything. What's hilarious, and you know, I know we kind of at the beginning of this article said, "What are you talking about, Star Wars?" And this—that's kind of the way people take on on headlines these days. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, but when you read more of this, like they talk about the same thing. Basically, that uh, usually they uh, <clears throat> Paramount are not is not the best Star Trek content. Paramount they don't give the best. An example is what they just mentioned above. If you wish to discuss a Star Trek trailer like Strange New Worlds, be prepared to face copyright notice or strike. Seriously, showing clips of a promotional trailer will catch the eye of Paramount's strict automated uh, copyright identification system. Usually, uh, they will also use other social platforms such as Facebook and Twitter to submit DCMA takedowns. So, like, they don't want anybody but them benefiting from it. And that's the sign of a business that doesn't have enough money, bottom line. Yeah. You know, that's that's what it is. It's uh, Paramount... So their 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 short sighted mm-hmm. outlook of like we want as much ad revenue as possible on this YouTube video, versus the long term outlook of the more people talking about this, the more viewers we get, aka the more money and subscriptions we get. That is a very short sighted, cut your nose up to spite your face kind of outlook. And you're completely right. How many hours do I spend editing and re-editing our videos to avoid the copyright claims? It is an, it's intense. 100% right. with you. Mm. However, the Star Wars videos we made, I had the same exact problem. That, see, that's a good point. So they go on to say here, it's simple. Star Trek needs to learn from Star Wars on handling its fandom. And I would argue that from a YouTube standpoint, it's not any easier. Mm-mm. And maybe Trek's, Trek Central doesn't do a lot of Star Wars stuff, but we have been. 
And it hasn't been any easier for us, frankly speaking. Yeah, they were cool about D23, mm-hmm. but they weren't, they haven't been cool on everything. Trailers are not well, okay. Well, and they still, stri- they still copyright hit it. Right, they you, still you, hit it with a claim. Even, yeah, it wasn't a freebie. It was just a, it was just a tracking claim, though. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was a, the, the lightest claim, claim there was. Right. Um, but yes, yeah, you, we've used trailers and they got hit nonstop. In fact, one of the hardest videos I ever made for our Prime channel was the episode nine video. That video, I must have re-edited that thing like 85 times. <clears throat> oh, and yeah. don't don't even use a single second of Star Wars music. It's immediately claimed. Immediate. Right. I had to create my own homage to the Star Trek theme just to just to make it for the video. Just to make it sound sort of similar. Crazy. So maybe there's a few things that the Star Trek franchise can learn from Star Wars as far as, you know, perhaps trying to do bigger things for fans or having better fan experiences. I could see that maybe. But as far as everything else, they're actually pretty similar. And um, I wouldn't say that that Star Wars really outdoes Star Trek. And especially when it comes to their content. Um, so, yeah, it's just. Why don't you both do better? How about that? How about everybody does better? Why don't you always consider the fans first? Always consider the fans first. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't somebody who, if you're selling a product, if I am selling a hat, okay, I want to say, what do people who want to wear this hat want? Right. So they will buy it. What, what, what is it about art? What is it about TV and television? It's a product. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if you're selling a product, you better ask yourself, well, what do these people want to buy? Because at some point, people are going to be like, I'm done with it. And a lot of people are. So that's really what they should be considering. Consider the fans because that's we're all that really matters. And, and we, Shay and I actually have a little more data than just the average viewer. Because when we started this <clears throat> down this road on the, on the main channel, there, there was a clear temperature when Star Trek came back and we, we got a ton of views on our, on our main channel videos. And as time has gone by for both Star Trek and Star Wars, not just Star Trek, those views have diminished and the temperature has gone real cold, real quick. And people used to say, Oh, the fandom is split. I don't think it is. I think there's now three parties in the fandom. There are Mm. people that actively hate it people that love it and a third party of people that have been so burned for so long that they're apathetic to it. And the third, they don't care. Yeah. the third one, that is the one that's never going to click on a video because you might get people click on a video that hate something and, or that love it. But if they don't care, they're not clicking and you've yeah. developed now three, three types of fans, fans that have come that used to be, that have been fans for 60 years and are just like, you know what? I'm good. Yeah, no, it's true. And I would say the biggest group is probably that apathetic group. You know, that's why everything is is just really kind of come down. And look, if you forget about the fans, the fans aren't going to stick around. There's too much content out there. What did somebody say? The golden age of science fiction? Yeah, there is a lot of science fiction out there. So I might go watch Quantum Leap instead of Star Trek or Star Wars if it's not going to be as good. Yeah, the goldener age. <laughs> like that. The goldener age. Speaking of which, though, you guys got to go give Captain Jack his his name on YouTube is Captain Jack at Trek Central. He's a good dude. His videos are great. Um, go go find him and give him a follow. Absolutely. All right. 
that's it. Hit that comment section on the way to the subscription. I'm sorry, hit the subscribe button on the way to the comment section. Let us know what you guys think about this whole thing. In my personal opinion, I think Star Wars and Star Trek um, uh, need to need to go learn from themselves in the 1980s. Yes. <clears throat> All right. So what we got over in the super? Oh, we got some John Burns love in the super chat here, buddy. Mm-hmm. Let's see what we got. Um, oh, Brian. <laughs> This I like most of all. Real debate between you two. Brian and I debating? Yes. Do we ever debate? I mean, we don't always agree. Yeah. That's I guess that's I think, a debate. We don't really yeah. argue, so because we don't argue, I guess you can only classify our our discussions as debates. Yeah. Your pizza <clears throat> take was wrong, by the way. How about right. that, John? You like that? Hmm? No. Yeah. You know, oh. I'm sorry. I I cannot take someone seriously that gets <laughs> less cheese, more sauce. I don't care if you want to put dog crap on your pizza. The second you say uh, less cheese, please, more sauce. I've won the <laughs> argument. All right. Fair enough. You got you happy now, John? That was worth your super chat right there. Uh, it says, keep this strike talk up and Hugh and Ryan get you. Oh, the strike talk. Thank you for the super chats, John. Dude, Star Wars biomes is actually pretty sick. It's Star like, Wars what? It's called Star Wars biomes. It's sort of like um, it's sort of like <clears throat> it's like stock footage, but it's Star Wars stock footage, sort of like it's like flyover like the planet of Hoth or a shipyard or a vehicle. I mean, that it. sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to use it for our next uh, Star Wars video if I ever make one again. Although, after the last one, I don't know, I don't know man. All right. <laughs> yeah. You ready for Superman Watch? Can't make Star Trek videos. Can't make Star Wars videos. What's up? Yeah. Fine. Fine. You want? I'm just going to go to OnlyFans. That's what you want me to do. That's what I'm going. <laughs> All ready? Here we go. This is... Superman Watch 2022. Yes, the Superman Watch. And we are today, or this week, we are talking about YouTuber Scooper. Glasses wearing extraordinaire. Someone who requires a better mic and a camera, and considering that she has millions of subscribers, that shouldn't be a problem. AKA Grace Randolph. Because she has finally said. Henry Cavill will be back as Superman in Black Adam. And considering, before considering last year she called people crazy that said that said that, this is a pretty hefty switch, right, Shane? Yeah, it's kind of weird, actually. Like it it, it makes you want to say it's really gonna happen. I mean, even if you don't follow Grace, the fact that she's in makes me think it's really, really happening. Yeah, she was um, she was actively telling people that it wasn't happening, and uh, now her her insiders and her people, I guess people that she has spoken to, are is now saying that it's happening. And her last tweet, this is the tweet that got me here, it says, "Seems the Rock might have actually pulled it off." Um, I accidentally just started doing it in her voice. Did you did you see that? Seems like no. the Rock might have actually pulled it off. 
oh, we'll know right. soon enough. You're if right. so, he would be really quite powerful with the WB execs. That's how she talks, my man. <laughs> Maybe that's how you become a million, like get a million followers or a million subscribers. <laughs> right. You gotta talk like this and pull it off like that. And then come up. Yeah, that, that makes sense. She went on to say, by the way, it wouldn't be a huge scene. It would be more of a tease for the sequel. So manage those expectations. Still, big deal for the movie and The Rock. <laughs> Sorry, Grace. Yeah, the tease meaning the end scene credit, which we've all talked about. Yeah. So, you know, that's we all know, Grace. We know it's the end credit scene. And that's all we really care. We don't need him in the movie. Yeah, we we need him in the end credit because that means... They're making they're making a commitment to go forward with Henry Cavill as Superman, and that's really all we need to know. And I love that you said it looks like The Rock might have actually pulled it off. We were saying this six months ago. We we're like, look, if there is one dude that can pull it off, it's The Rock. The Rock has the juice. I know everyone's like, yeah, he's just he's just like some hairless steroid out actor who could. No, no, this guy has been labeled as franchise steroids, franchise Viagra. They have taken him in the industry. The, the Rock is a massive pull. On Yes, he's not like some Academy Award-winning actor or whatever, but he's one of those people that has such, has such an amazing presence and such a, a massive pull and the ability to market his projects that he makes movies that should have made $200 million dollars make a billion dollars this guy he on paper as far as executives are concerned he is an asset that is always worth three times whatever you paid him and when you have a when you have a sure bet like that in hollywood or anything if you're playing stocks if you're playing blackjack if you know that you're going to get three or four times your money um with whatever you invest then it's a guaranteed investment you're looking at the rock who has now become this person who is can pretty much guarantee you at least double your money. And that's a big deal, man. So if the rock yeah. whose whose production company is also doing the movie goes, look, I need this guy. I don't know what it's going to cost. I don't know how you're going to make it happen, but I need Henry Cavill in my film. Mm. And if he's telling you that, and, and, and most of, and most of these industry guys know, they know that whatever, whatever they're putting into the rock, they're getting double out. Then it's a no brainer figure it out you know make make this man happy or in the words of marvel get this man a shield right yeah same concept so the fact that he that she's a million now is a big deal so so she talked to her insiders people that will never never know but she has been right before and um and it looks like it's happening which is great now of course there's no confirmation until the actual thing comes out on october 21st but regardless um, this seems like yet another piece of good news that might get us there. And Shane was right. We don't need him to be in the movie like as an actual plot device. We just need the end credit scene that solidifies Henry Cavill in the universe, Superman going forward, and the Rock being part and the Black Adam being part of that universe. We need that as fans. And everyone is thinking that this is a Snyderverse thing. We got to get that out of our head. Look, if you liked, if if you were like, I'm a Snyder guy, or you're not, that's not the problem. 
the problem is not the Snyder verse per se. It's that the continuing universe. Yes, Snyder set it up initially, but it needs to be about the characters and the con- continuity that he set up. So we don't have to start over again. We've, we, we, these characters are great. Their movies were good. Their stories are, are right. The actors are perfect. All right. It's set up. It's not about me versus you, Snyder versus Justice League. It's really about, can we just not start over again? Because the DCEU has been starting and stopping since 1985. Yeah, that's a really good point. And let me just ma- mention one more thing. The reason why you have to have Henry Cavill as Superman, let's just put it in this context. Let's say he wants $20 million to do Superman. Let's just say. Now, is Henry Cavill Superman going to put more butts in seats than, say, I don't know, Brandon, somebody, whoever the next lookalike Superman guy is going right. to be? How much more money is Henry Cavill going to make the studio by him being Superman as opposed to the next new Superman? Even to the normies. They're, they're my, people that have no, have no idea what's going on with the franchise or care, and they just go to the movies. Regular people that aren't following this stuff, right? Uh-huh. Their version of Superman, at least right now, is Henry Cavill. Changing that is, sure. is going to confuse millions of people that aren't even close to this. Yeah. So it, the best move here is just to bring him back. You know, so you lose an extra 10 million, you're going to make an extra 100 million. You know, <laughs> it's a no brainer. I mean, just do it. And that's why, and that's why I think that, um, that's why I think Grace said that, like, apparently Rock mm. can do it. Well, like I, like I said, the Rock is pretty much a guaranteed quantity. Like, he is a guaranteed investment. You are going to get a return on the money that you invest in the rock. And yeah. of course you don't know what that return is, but it's a guaranteed positive return. Anytime something is a guaranteed investment, then you just do it. You do exactly what's required to make that investment happen. Um, Cause those, that's such a rare thing in life. And right now the rock is at a point in his career that anything that he's a part of will be a positive investment. And that is a big deal. So when so when him and his people go, we need Henry Cavill, and and their friends, by the way, then the <laughs> studio is going to find a way to make that happen because they want the most of their positive investment with with Black Adam. Yeah, they just yeah, hundred percent. Everything you said is perfect. Thank you. That's that's rare. Well, it's true. In this case, it's. I just can't, I don't know. It just blows my mind how bad DC, how bad their decisions are sometimes. They really do make poor decisions. It's sort of incredible. Okay. Well, that's it though. Let us know in the comment section what you guys think. Uh, do you guys follow Grace Randolph? Or are you are you a fan of The Rock? Someone told me the other day, like, oh, uh, The Rock is just plays the same character every time. And I I'm, I told him, I'm going to tell you exactly what I told him, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we know. That's that's why he's perfect for this role. Because since WWE, when the guy came out and said, do you smell with the rock? I was like, that guy's Black Adam. <laughs> like, so well, in this case, you right. need the rock. Yeah, in this Black case, Black. like, I don't, I don't, I literally don't know another human being that's lived that could play that role. I don't. So, right. yeah, he is, yeah, he does play the same character. 
and this is this just happened to be the first time he might actually have superpowers. So I don't know what the I don't know what the complaint is. Are you looking for Magic Man? Are you looking for the next Academy Award winning uh, indie film? It's Black Adam. It's a superhero movie with The Rock. <laughs> what are you asking for? Oh my god! Like critic, I don't understand the criticism. It's, it's stupid. Stupid. Anyways, let us know I in know. the comment section what you think. You gonna watch it, or do you? Are you, are you tired of The Rock? You just a bald steroid. How can you be tired of the rock, man? You just can't be. I'm sorry. Did you, you, see super that, you saw that video of him with that kid? Yes. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I almost want to show it. We should show it. Uh, I guess the members, yeah. It's really, really. I mean, I got to tell you, I was like, it made me emotional, guys. I don't get emotional about a lot of stuff, but when it comes to kids, you know, I got a lot of kids. So, but hit. let's hit up these super chats first, brother. Yeah, go ahead. You want to do it? And I'll find that. Video. Do it? Okay, here we go. <laughs> Burns. $2.79. Thank you, John. Pizza Hut is offering beef gravy as a sauce. I actually I'll love, take it. I love beef gravy. I would do beef gravy. I would yeah. do it. I oh. like I like biscuits and gravy, bro. Oh my god, me too. <sighs> hey, we agree on that. Consider uh, uh fun fun fact. I've been on this extreme diet for two weeks. I'm trying to lose enough weight to fit in my suit for the funeral I'm going to this Saturday. Mm-hmm. It's it's not going well, by the way. Um, <laughs> at this point, I'm pretty sure I'm going to take an actual like saw to myself in order to fit my suit. But I've been eating so much tuna that I have now grown. Um, like my taste buds have changed, and now when I smell tuna, I get sick. Yeah, it's like it's the weirdest thing, bro. Listen, every time that somebody asks you a question, do you go tuna of the sea? Oh, I'm sorry, chicken of the sea. <laughs> I remember that. The right that was the commercial. Charlie Tuna. What else we got here? Uh hairless steroid. John Burns again, 279. Thank you, John. Hairless steroid actor like Will Wheaton. <laughs> I want to see Will Western Wheaton Mark. cosplaying as um <laughs> It never gets old, bro. The rock. I don't know why. I can't stop making fun of Will Wheaton. I think it's well, neither can John, apparently, because he says here, okay, we agree. We'll wait and play Superman. <laughs> <laughs> Just fisting my This is perfect for this. Ready? Uh, These things are ruining my childhood. <laughs> they're taking everything that mattered to me, and they're fisting it. The f- <laughs> oh, look. Oh, oh, hey. <laughs> and Just something you hear somebody uh, off the distance goes, shut up, soups. I can't find that tweet, so we're going to have to... Oh, you can't find the tweet? It's one of ours. I retweeted it. I logged it again. You tweet a lot, Shane. Just so you know. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm trying to keep up with you uh, (laughs) because you got your own tweets at night. (laughs) Brian's like the night tweeter on the day tweeter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have like a whole like Australia, United States thing going on because like while he's sleeping, like our account doesn't sleep. (laughs) Uh, Dude, it's like people must be wondering like, how are they like always on Twitter like all the time? Like nonstop. (laughs) There's two of us guys. There's that two. that tweet you put out when it was like, uh, yeah, listen, if Black Adam doesn't make a billion dollars, we'll run naked through the street <laughs> at Disneyland. At Disneyland, yeah. uh, down Main Street. And the punishment is, and the punishment is the people who have to watch, not us. That's true. All right, let's talk about Indiana Jones before we get, it gets too late. All right, let's go. We're talking about Indiana Jones and the leaked trailer. 
And uh, assuming that almost no one is going to see this video, I'm not even sure why I'm recording it because I'm frankly positive that the moment this goes online, it'll be claimed to all hell. But we're going to go for it anyways. Yeah, why not? I got this footage from, um, let's call him Bob. (laughs) And Bob is a modern-day digital swashbuckler. Swashbuckler. (laughs) He's on the high He doesn't have a peg leg, but he does have a two gigabyte internet connection. (laughs) And this is the leaked trailer from Indiana Jones, the fifth installment. I miss the desert. I got to tell you, Brian, that's if you're not like if 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 you check your pulse, guys, like I don't know if this is going to be a good movie, but holy crap, that was a good trailer. Like it was emotional. Did you I'm like the music and also like you can see Indiana Jones like looking back and somehow we're going to get younger Indian, younger Harrison Ford somehow. Well, I mean, I mean yeah. They're going to de-age him, I think, right? The magic of Hollywood. I mean, I get it, but it doesn't matter. If we disappear into the story, it's it's a thing of beauty if done properly. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's emotional. I mean, it's the end of Indiana Jones. This is the end. Oh, my God. They still got us. We've detected copywritten audio in your video on your stream. See, I, I don't even know. How Our members already it. saw it, so tough shit. Yeah. Yeah, you guys saw it, right? You guys see the whole thing? Are we still online? Yeah, we're still on. Yeah, yeah. The reason why you want to have like some reactions over those things is like that's how you um, that's how you dispute a copyright claim. Like we're commentating on it, bro. We're not just oh, showing. I know, it. but that's true. But they they didn't get a chance. I mean, it's not an official thing, so whatever. Oh, there like, wasn't there wasn't enough Shia LaBeouf in this in this trailer. I agree with Archmage. <laughs> they didn't do it. <laughs> they didn't release this trailer. Uh, officially, it's obvious. Like it was like, some guy you know, using like a what looks like a 1993 cell phone. <laughs> Here's my question: Why haven't they released it? Why haven't they released it? It's um, why. You know what? That's really, well. Let's find out what what Disney film, what big giant Disney film is launching this Christmas. 
this December. I don't know. Okay. So if we look, I don't know either. I'm looking it up. All right. Disney uh, movies. And I'll tell you exactly what's because it's June 30th, right? All right. Um, yeah, June 30th. Yeah. Oh, is, so Avatar is a Disney film. Is that correct? No. Is it? No, I guess not. No, it's not. Uh, 20th Century owns. Actually, it is. It's Walt Disney because they bought it. <laughs> uh, so that's so that's. Oh, it. Walt Disney bought Avatar. So Lord the, Jesus. They just buy everything. So that means that any, any all other, the movies, Brian, are, that are playing belong to Disney. We own everything. Wait, 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 wait. Perfect, perfect. Ready? Because we <laughs> run everything. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to see that trailer drop on top of Avatar's release. Just, I get it, but. Like, you know that, right? That's, what, that's what's going to happen. It's going to be because they're going to drop it in one of the big holiday movies because the June 30th release, which is. Yeah, I guess six months before it's fine. Everybody takes their own, makes their own decisions. But the, the problem is, is that they're not going to keep this under a lid. They can think they're going to keep it under wraps, but people are going to see this thing. You know, it's it's it already got out. I mean, It'll get dude, out again. Dude, they they tried to kill a uh, members stream. Like that means that the copyright claim on this is heavy, mm. like, really heavy. <clears throat> I'm not going to show that trailer. I, I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah, the RR movie does look fun. It's like a foreign movie, like a Bollywood movie. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, that's, uh, that's it for Indiana Jones. Let us know in the comment section what you guys think, even though you're probably not going to see this because of the copyright claim. But hit that subscribe button on the way to the comment section to say, hey, guys, where the hell is the Indiana Jones trailer? What the hell? Okay. <laughs> All right, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up with our three minute She Hulk. Uh, <laughs> we got nine minutes, so let's do it. We have nine minutes, which is more than enough time. <laughs> more than enough time to do She Hulk. <laughs> Unfortunately, that, that that's that meme is just getting better and better every year. I know, right? Every 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 week. All right, make longer content. All right. <laughs> It's not our fault. Like, uh, <laughs> all right, here we go. <clears throat> we are talking about She-Hulk, episode seven, The Retreat. Mm. That sounds like a really like epic movie until you realize, like, no, it's literally just a retreat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that. it's, yeah. It's group not therapy. Like, not like this. we're retreating. No, no. They're going to a retreat. <laughs> yeah, like a compound, in fact. Oh, yeah. Like, so they're going to Ezra Miller's compound. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Sorry. This is a Marvel property. Never right, mind. right. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we're going we... to Jared Leto's compound. Nope. Still, still, Mar- still Marvel. Still, yeah. So what we're doing is we are, uh, they, they talk about um, the abomination, you know, starting a, a meditation uh, <laughs> compound. And it, it shows like this, like wrap up they did. Like she met this nice young man who was really into Jen and not She-Hulk. Right. And uh, and she's going to go on a date with him. She's getting ready for a date and blah, blah, blah. And it goes through this whole thing. I'm just going to run through it. They eventually, they don't, have, they don't have sex. And they're, they're, <clears throat> then it's the second date. And the third date, because Jen's a classy lady. But on the third date, boom, 
<laughs> on the third day, they get they, they get to get they get to do the vertical mamba, and Jen, not She-Hulk, Jen gets right. Fair enough. Yes. But then when she wakes up in the morning, her boy toy is no longer there. He has Uh-oh. he has prematurely huh, exited the room. <laughs> He's gone. He left the apartment, but she doesn't care because she's a progressive woman. And she goes, I'm going to text him. And she texts him, that was fun. I can't stop smiling. What is his response? What is Josh's response, Shane? Nothing. Nada. He doesn't respond. Ghosted. Right? Massive ghost. Total ghost. She's freaking out because that's what chicks do. They're like, oh, no. My immediate thought here. Oh, no. Yeah. My immediate thought here was either he's part of the bad guys or the bad guys took him. Because that's the only two things, two options that it can really be. Because they're not going to let this character go through that. Like, that is not the message they want to send to their female viewers. Right. Well, how about this? Um, I was pretty much uh, on the same page because the next, after she doesn't get her text and she goes, to the office, her assistant is immediately like, oh, are you going down that rabbit hole on the intelligentsia site? Right. Like, yes. Li- guys, I know you're being clever, but like, <laughs> this is obvious. It's uh, like, it's obvious right there. It was over, it was yeah. already a little obvious. You just confirmed it by literally having the next speaking sequence be the main, one of the main characters talking about that website. Right. I, I mean, I and no offense to anyone, but like, I feel like I'm reading one of those like 30 page junior mystery novels that you got at like the book fair when you were in sixth grade, you know? Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty, pretty fair. Okay. It was, it wasn't called, it was like the, the it was like, called the, the babysitter's club. Yeah. Or like the budget, like, yeah, like the wish version of uh, Nancy Drew, you know? Right. Right. Um, Yeah. So she's still stressing out. Josh isn't calling her back. And by the way, as a, an intelligent woman, you would assume, like, she's immediately assuming that he's not, that he was just trying to smash and grab, you know what I mean? That he's, that he's, that not that there's something wrong. You know I mean? But he was just trying to, trying to smash and go. Well, that's what she's afear, afraid of right now, yes. Right. So, like, so I, this would, this would be my, um, thought process. Oh, I had a wonderful four dates with this, or three or whatever dates with this person. And uh, we just got very intimate. We had all these intimate moments. And now this person's not picking up the phone. Something might be wrong. Well, her experience has been pretty bad. Okay. So you can see how her character might be like, she she might believe this is too good to be true. But she's the Hulk. Oh, she's one of the Hulks. But she's also very insecure as right. Jen. So I don't know. I, I kind of believe this whole thing. Especially love the part where Miss Piggy... She watches Miss Piggy like get mad and break out. And I'm like, that's yeah. a really great, like how she's feeling. That was actually really well done. Right. You know, that scene, showing us how, she, what she's going through. Yeah. So that de- the, you're right. So the detective calls her while she's over here lamenting about Josh. And he says, listen, I got to go deal. I got to go talk to um, the abomination because his inkling is no longer working. And I'm worried that he might've like hulked out, you know? But instead of having a squad of uniforms go with me, I would rather take you because, A, you're his lawyer and you're the Hulk. Yeah. And the uniform people aren't available. So. Right. Makes a lot of sense, actually, because her yeah. his lawyer should be there present when he's being talked to by police anyways. Likely so, yes. Right. 
So they go to the compound and immediately um, she hulks out because he's worried that he might be abomination out or whatever. Right. And no, no. See, he just got too close to the fence and the electricity shocked it or whatever and they're going to fix it. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. That's the end of that story, right? Until she goes out to her car and there's this guy who looks like a cross between a bull and a person um, going yeah. to town with what appears to be a, a matador. Or what that guy? Yes. Oh, Olay, right? right? Yes. What a weird, what a weird thing to walk into. Imagine walking <laughs> into that. His name is literally like Manball. Manball. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually like this scene a lot. When when he when she finally calms him down, he goes, "Oh, hey, how you doing? My name is Manball. It's a whole thing, uh, uh, secret government facility and a lab test. And here we are." You're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this was not too bad. The good comic relief. Right, and the person that he was fighting with is not a matador. He's actually uh, the swashbuckler. <laughs> right, but he looks like a matador. He's supposed to be a pirate, but he just looks like a matador. <laughs> right. right. Apparently, he has really cool like bioelectricity powers, which we see for like a microsecond. And they're there because they're learning how to control their anger the same way. So the abomination is not a bad guy. He legitimately is running a compound a wellness yeah. center for like these sort of like um, uh, super villains that uh, can't control their anger, which is sort of cool. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Future cult leader. Got yeah. It. Future cult leader. Right. So eventually he will be the bad guy and this is, he's not actually helping them. He's recruiting them. Yes. I like that. Is that the theory? It has to be because we're not going to let abomination actually be good. Right. I mean, I don't think in there. I think in the comics he was always a bad guy. Yeah. But I did like the the backstory of him being a regular soldier. Like in his mind, he wasn't the bad guy. I liked that a lot. Yeah, that was good. Um. So this is yeah, this is weird. So she goes in there and she finds out one of the it's henchmen. Foreshadowing. Right. One of the henchmen is. Yeah, this is obviously foreshadowing. Yeah. Is one of the guys who attacked her and who had tried to get the vial of blood. Now she's. This was was crazy to me. So she is clearly suspicious of this man. But as they talk, he is the one who convinces her to go back to gen form. Mm. And she's like, you know what? You're right. I need to love me. And she and I'm like, what are you doing? Why why are you getting why why are you doing? Why are you doing that? This guy tried to hurt you and stab you, remember? I'm yes. Like, Anyways, so they have this whole group meeting, and the group it was a lot, a lot of funny stuff. I, I it was some funny entertainment. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, um, it's bad writing because I think that the foreshadowing is obvious, but there was funny some, some funny stuff. Oh, the guy that was that the vampire guy that's who infatuated with blood is hilarious. Mm. Um, he kept he kept saying we can drain his blood. Like, like we get it, bro. We get it. <laughs> so they basically get Jen. They tell her that she's uh, her problems with Joss or. Because she's insecure and she doesn't need Josh to love herself. And I'm having refresh. And she eventually agrees. She goes back to gen form. She goes into the yurt. She gets some steam. She feels really good. She bonds with these super bad guys. One of which are trying to kill her like a week ago. And she learns something. Great. And that's about it. Except and for the, the final scene where Josh is texting someone that he was able to pull it off or whatever. So he is a bad guy. Of course. And that's, we kind of knew that right away. So because yeah. why would anybody want to be with Jen? Yeah. Because Jen sucks. 
She-Hulk right. is way cooler than Jen. Oh, <laughs> they act like Jen is like this ugly person, and it's so weird. Like she's clearly not ugly. It's the weird. It's, it's weird. So this episode had some funny moments, hundred percent. But it's Still really, short. it's really losing. The, like if you're trying to tell like a, a story like you are it's like it's like the show is constantly lost in the details it's mm. like the main story is really this like the C story and all right. the B and C stuff is like amped up it's it's sort of the definition of a chick flick oh did I say that anywhere I did I say this was made for ladies clearly yes I did and people got mad was it and they tried for to incel me off of it's funny. I, I I went into Facebook to a Facebook group for Marvel, and I said, "Hey, does anybody else think that this show is made for the ladies? And if you are a guy, like, does are you still enjoying it?" Mm-hmm. And they literally blocked me and said, "You're mean, and don't ever come here again." And I went, I just asked if it was like if you enjoy it still. Yeah, I got I got. It was for the ladies, and that got me like. Yeah. Band. I gotta say, there is a lot of very weak um, boys out there that think that any criticism of at all of anything that's female centric or female led, they look at you as like the sexcellent, sexist, overly mas- masculine, you know, uh, incel Chad kind of person. And here's the deal: um, first off, if 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 you are so worried about the protection of uh, you know female centric projects, and there's a lot of them, you are actually the one being the sexist. You are assuming that they cannot handle criticism. You're assuming yeah. they can't stand up for themselves and answer people that are saying, "Hey, why why did you choose this 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 path or this storyline?" You are the one being like those people. The hyper white knight stands are being the sexist ones. We are not yeah, being no. sexist when we are criticizing them on equal playing grounds. Like, hey, guys, what's the purpose of this? That, that was funny. That character is pretty good. But why this character? Why are, why are you foreshadowing like in this very obvious way? Or do you want it to be obvious? These are criticisms, real criticisms. And it's not. It's okay to be criticized. And you know what? If they have a purpose, maybe they, maybe they can answer that. But def- defending, you're acting like you're defending the defenseless, which is in definition sexist. Yes, and I agree. And I didn't even, it was funny as I didn't even criticize it. I just said, uh, this show is made for the ladies. And that was apparently enough to create that situation. Yeah. All I said was, it was. I mean, it is made for the ladies, obviously. Obviously. So. All right, well, that's it. Hit the, hit the comment section. Um, and on the way to the comment section, please hit the subscribe button, the like button, and the bell. So you can always know when the next video is going to drop. And we have consistently reviewed... She-Hulk every single week and we will finish out the season. We promise you that. Last thing here from uh, John. Thank you. Oh, if if you want to close that out. That's it, guys. Thank you. See you tomorrow. Go ahead. Uh, last thing, John Super Chat. Thank you so much. He retweeted us some movie news. This is actually pretty interesting news. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Picking up many years after War of the Planet of the Apes starts production next month. Bordas, Peter Macon is going to be in that movie. So that's going to be very cool. Thank you, John, for that. That's very cool. Oh, I love Planet of the Apes movies. The original Planet of the Apes movies were just, man, you, I wish you could go back and watch them again for the first time. No, listen, the titles are too long now. 
kingdom of the planet it. of the eight. Like, okay, come on. I mean, you're not watching the title. You're watching the movie. I so. know, but like as a designer, it literally is triggering. Me. <laughs> We appreciate um, you guys. Thank you so yeah, much for being you. here. Uh, Love guys, you, super chat, uh, John Burns, real quick. Will China's porn she Hulk be better than this? <laughs> You're talking about is China still alive? I think she's passed away, dude. Who? China, the the, the actress, the, the the wrestler. Yeah, the wrestler. Yeah, she's dead. I go. Oh, oh. You're referring to the porn. She so she made a porn when she played like some muscle bound. Oh, I mean, I mean, if you're if if you're if you think shine and attractive, then it probably is better. Yeah. All right, guys, that's it. I love your faces. And we'll be back tomorrow for uh, Andor and Rings of Power, Rings of Power. And that's it. All right, guys. Love you so much. Good luck on on that fantasy this week. I'm going to wreck y'all and we'll see you guys tomorrow. See you guys tomorrow.